The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday! What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. We are live on Twitter, live on YouTube. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, get into the Discord channel. If you're not a member of that, why not? If you're part of the brigade, you're not really a brigade member if, unless you're arguing at two o'clock in the morning about nonsense. Get into the <laughs> bvbshow.com. Get you directly into our free Discord channel Wasn't so you can be really with us. a good promo for that, actually. <laughs> now that you say that like that, I don't want to argue. With, I mean, arguing at two o'clock in the morning is fine, but yes. arguing about nonsense is not fine. But oh, it's awesome. That's what the internet is. It's just all full of nonsense arguments, people going back and forth. It's a ton of fun in there. Get into our Discord channel, bvbshow.com on a Monday. And you have the audacity to wear that disgusting thing on your on your body. What is that? You know better than that. First of all, this is one of the best uniforms in the history of sports. Okay, it this is really this is, is not whalers. It, it really is. is. Not. It really it is. is not. It it's really got is a whaler not. on. It's got the yes. whale on its shoulders. This when is, that came on last night, yesterday afternoon, when I'm flipping around, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. the Bruins are on. Let's play Carolina. Awesome game." Yeah. What the fuck are they wearing? Whoa, why'd you get so personal so fast? What's wrong with <laughs> you? Wa- Look, this team is dead. This is a city that nobody wants to live in. They left oh, it for a reason. Shit. I mean, they got basketball right now in the final four going on, and that's about it. Oh, God. It's Cement City. It's the Hartford, Connecticut is the ugliest city in America. This is not even up for debate. It is the ugliest city you will ever go through. Okay. And they wore the uniforms. First of all, good morning. It's nice to see you too. And second of all, you're very chipper for quite losing. What a weekend. The universe wasn't going to give it to me. I knew it going in. I couldn't have had the night I had on Friday night. I couldn't have had that good of a night on Friday night and then end the weekend with the Blue Jays in the final four. I knew it going in. Yes, I, it was happening. I, I literally am watching the game and going, they're going to lose this game in heartbreaking fashion because the universe is not going to give me a Friday and a Saturday of epic proportions. Just doesn't work that the way. The game was Sunday, just so you know. Right. Just Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Oh, sorry. Friday, Sunday. Yeah. The book ends. I wasn't going to get it. Saturday was – I was so tired on Saturday. <laughs> I don't remember anything. You sounded like shit when I talked to you on I Saturday. Was so, so, so tired yeah. on Saturday. I yeah. was run into the ground. I mean, look, just to say – I mean, people have been asking, so I'm just going to say it really fast. If you are taking your kid or if you're going with your friends or you're a Taylor Swift fan, I've seen a lot of concerts in my life. That woman shuts it down. She went for three hours and 15 minutes without an intermission or a break. And it was great. She played 44 songs. Didn't stop. 10 outfit changes. I mean, 
regardless of the fact that it's got it, people are like, oh, well, she sings over a, a voice track and Bob, I don't care. Okay. She's on stage yeah. for three hours and 15 minutes. Right. My kid screamed her heart out for over three hours. It was, it was magical. The whole thing from, from Nissan's giving us a really cool ride to getting down there. It was, the whole thing was just, it couldn't have gone off more perfectly. And it lived up rarely in my life. Have I built things up and then it delivers the right. way that that did on Friday night. So it was, it was you can't ever epic. take her to another concert. Not like that. No. I mean, I like, think what she are you going to take her to? That's even going to be close. You can't, I mean, it's what are you she wants take to go to LA. Journey? She wants to go to LA and go to see Taylor in LA. Oh, what? <laughs> there's five shows in LA in August. What in the hell have we created? We created it's, a not out, it's not out of the question because I really, I'm going to say this on the record and just no one will care about this, but I can go back to this video at some point in five years. Uh-huh. Taylor Swift is going to disappear after this concert's over. She's going to disappear and we're not going to see her for years on tour. Really? You, you can't do what she just did. You can't play every single album that you've put out uh-huh. All the hits for three uh-huh. hours and 15 minutes. And then next year, go and do a two hour concert. Like the bar is raised so high now for any one of her shows that she needs to basically, I think she's 33 now. I think she's getting married. I think she's going to have kids. She'll put out albums, but I don't think she's touring for like a long time. This is a goodbye tour. And without saying a goodbye, this is a goodbye tour. Wow. So that I believe is what's going to happen. And it makes sense. I mean, I hit that point in my life when I was 32, 33, you just kind of hit there in the, in the career doesn't fulfill you the Did same you way. Equate yourself to Taylor Swift. No, but I mean, I'm talking about age wise. Like I'm talking about mentality. When you get to the early thirties part of your life, you remember this and you just start to look around and you're like, okay, I'm no longer a kid. I'm no longer, you know, I'm obsessed about my career, but it's not fulfilling me the same way that it did in my twenties. I want something else. I want something more. I, 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 I need more. And mm. she has a longtime boyfriend and everybody knows like, when are you going to get married? And she wants to get married and have kids. So oh. I, I think that's going to happen. And I think this tour was, so when people say in 2026, where's Taylor Swift? She can say, I played 70,000 people a night for six months. <laughs> and I gave you guys three hours plus every night. So that I think is the future for that and, and it makes I think if it ever leaked out, it would cause demand to be even more insane. But I mean, Allegiant Stadium was so loud. The people, the energy in there. I mean, our friend Andrew from Sahara Bets was there the same night that I was there. We were texting during the show, and I mean, the energy was unlike anything I've been around. Now that could be because you're talking about a lot of girls screaming at the top of their lungs. I've never been yep. to a lot of concerts like that. Yep, but. I've been to football games and basketball games, and I I was as loud of a place as I've ever heard it when it was at full throat. It what was, a roof keeps everything down. That right? Yeah, yeah. I looked that's, up and I was like, "Man, stadium's supposed to have a aren't supposed to have a roof. <laughs> this has yeah. a roof on it, and yeah. it's just like she stopped in the middle of the concert and actually like had to like go take a breath because she was like, "What is going on right now? Yeah. You guys are so loud. This is this is nuts." So yeah. that was fun, and then we get into Saturday and get into Sunday, and Boy, from a book perspective, let's just start it with this. We know that the networks are literally pouring large glasses of alcohol and taking shots today going, what is going to happen this weekend because of the teams in the final four. But when you have 
two five seeds, a four seed, and a nine seed playing for the national championship. Two fives, the, a four, and a nine. Okay. And the odds ranged anywhere from like 200 to one to seven or 800 or 900 to one on mm-hmm. them to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. What's the mood in the room today? Oh, the mood in the room today is like relief. Like it's it done. Is. It's just, well, yeah, it's over. It's just, there's nothing left. There's two basketball games Saturday and one on Monday. Right. And it's. They're not worried about the long shot tickets coming in. No, actually I was uh, just maybe one or two. Like, but you know, like I I told you, I texted with Maddie from WinBet. They had one bet on Florida Atlantic for $10. Wow. Purdom wrote an article today. You can guys can go find it. Purdom put it out. They had one bet. He said Winbet had one bet on Florida Atlantic. <laughs> I was like, wow, there you go. And that's why he's sweating Connecticut because, like he said, on top of everything else, the Bruins win every fucking night. Right. The Celtics <laughs> win every game by 40. <laughs> the only good team in Connecticut is going to win the whole damn thing. Most likely. Welcome right. to sports betting, Massachusetts. Thank you. Like, <laughs> you know, all the teams are good. You just all the local bookies it. are like, hey, guys, go bet it at the go bet it at the legal right. joints. Right. You know, you don't need to bet it with me. Bet Stay all this away. shit up there. Right. It's great. Do that. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll get in all the games, but just real quick, there's one bit of NFL breaking news just to get <laughs> out of the way at the top. What? So, I just looked down at the chat and they said, as good as your night was Friday night, was there any how, how was how was the girl that the what was uh, Maddie's friend's name that you were meeting there? Did Natalie you meet up with her. Natalie, Natalie did you yes. meet up with the mom? Yes. How'd it go? Fine. I think she's married. I didn't ask. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. All right. No, 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 no. We ain't trying to get no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't. Boys, I, I, I don't. Was there any title shots? I no, no, he no. Wasn't even in the ring. I wasn't, wasn't in the ring. ring. I told you I wasn't even interested in that. That was not why I was going. And and frankly. The, the average age was such an interesting look because there were people, I mean, Emma, All over the place. I saw Emma Watson. Yeah. Like I, I, in, in, in life, I saw Hermione. I, I had, I walked past, I was like, who the hell was that? And I was like, Madeline, who's that? And she was like, I don't know. And cause she was wearing all black and she was like pushed in the back in this like private area that they had this like tent set up on the floor, which was really weird. And like after the show was over that night before I went to bed, I was scrolling through Instagram and I was like, it was a picture of her. I was like, that was Emma Watson. It was like, holy crap. So it was just a crazy, there were 50 year olds there. There were five year olds there. It was a whole range of, of people. I mean, obviously but, probably, but the parking situation worked out. Okay. Every, all that charged. anxiety that you go had on, on Friday, go on. Went, everything went smooth. If I had tried to go out to dinner, it would have been a disaster. Which we 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 advised you against. You did you and Farrah talked me out of it? Out okay. You guys gave me the advice of like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do it, and it was right because by the time we got our hair cut and by the time we we got dressed, it was like four thirty. Way too it, much rushing. That would have been way too much rushing. Yeah, it would have. We would have been running around trying to figure things out, and it would have been like even Madeline was like, "Thank God we didn't go to dinner." I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "That would have been awful," because she really sucked as much of it up as she could. Like she walked around, she was taking pictures with people. She was introducing herself to people. Awesome. Like she was so into the whole thing. She thought it was such an interesting vibe. And then like when she walked in, she started to have an anxiety attack. Like right when she walked in, she went, Whoa, this is a lot of people. 
Oh, like, too, yeah, it is a lot of people. Well, it's funny because we I broke her into Allegiant Stadium by going to two Patriots and Raider games just so you could she could get an idea of what it's like. But I will I will agree with her when you're on the floor <laughs> and you're looking up around you. It's a whole different. I mean, it's incredible that these athletes play consistently in front of that many people. Especially and, when you can't hear a damn thing. Yeah, it really is. It, you get a whole new perspective for of what everything. It, yeah, of everything. When you're on that field and you're looking around and you're looking up and you're like, man alive. Like these these people become like little ants, but they're so far away, but they're so loud. Like everything's coming, all the sound is pouring down on you. You do have a whole new respect for what NFL players or what college oh. or NBA players go through when you're on a when you're on a surface like that. And yeah. it's so she freaked out a bit, but then she calmed down. Um, it was good. We once we saw Natalie and her mom. It was great to kind of get. We saw them a little bit, hung up with them for a while, had uh, had lunch and or dinner with them up at the at the concession stand. Oh, perfect. And, uh, there yeah, you go. And then went down, and we had an hour to kill because the first act Madeline didn't care about, and this right. super nice woman was making friendship bracelets. Oh, and so she said, "Maddie, do you want to make one?" So Madeline sat there for an hour making friendship bracelets, making little bead bracelets, and it was like that was perfect because then by the time she was bored of that, Taylor started, and it was just like, you know crazy epic yeah the only thing i would say did you get the did you get the woman making a friendly friend bracelets phone number or anything email did you know is there any no oh no 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 no. i told you it wasn't there for that it was there for my things happen i'm just asking the boys in the chat are very concerned if you've got any title shots or any opportunities to get in the ring that's all not there i have opportunities if i want them i choose to stay good idea i'm on the sidelines for a while this is what we're talking about i'm on the side we're in training right now leave them alone all these guys I, I would say, I mean, drink. I don't need to train. I'm good. No, I, I, I understand. I'm just saying we don't need, we're not booking any yeah. fights yet. Do we got yeah. things we've got to take care of first? Yeah. We'll there's, the, there's more important things at the moment. Somebody right. literally asked me that being like, so when are you going to start dating? And I was like, when is, I don't when know. Time. I have That's no, in, I have no interest in it. It's really weird. Like, I don't know how you guys who have been yeah. divorced. I, I don't know how you guys handle it or when you decided to go back into oh. dating. But like the idea of going and talking to a stranger right now and like spending a lot of time with a stranger right now, as I have just not a lot of interest in the whole starting that relationship thing up again. So I, at some point I will, of but course. at the moment, uh, you know, I'm it just, ain't time right no. now. There's two ways that this usually goes. And I only know, cause I got two brothers that did it. And I got a zillion friends that did it. I told you I was the best man seven times in a wedding Six are divorced, and the seventh is going through it right now. So I'm over so, seven. So, so it's your fault. <laughs> it's my fucking fault. No question. I'll take the blame. But when they get divorced, they go two ways. They go right into the ring. It's crazy. With yeah. whomever. All right. weight classes. It doesn't yeah. matter. They, they Lightweights, heavyweights, and every weight in between. They're right. just looking to get in the ring. Right. And other guys go like to become a monk. Which is And me. just go figure out. Yeah. Where I'm supposed to be in my life, I'm going to sit in a mountain and I'm going to think and I'm going to talk and I'm going to be with other people right. and figure out my life. And then I'll bring someone back in. But otherwise, right now, I got to figure this shit out. Yeah. It's one of two ways. That's yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm option B uh, on that. So, all right. Lamar Jackson this morning on Twitter requested a, a, a trade What's publicly. What's he doing, P. Ralt? What is he, he doing? Out. I mean, he's doing, he's using all he can do, which is public pressure. The NFLPA got in trouble because Lamar was using a liaison to talk to teams. 
and the NFL was really hard, came down on him and the PA and said, stop this. You cannot. The only person that can represent Lamar is Lamar because he don't he doesn't have an agent. So you can't have a liaison, but you can have an agent if he's registered with the NFL and the NFL PA. Yeah. They, they just oh. don't want charlatans. The, the idea is I get why they do it because they, they don't want some guy from the from, you know, from from the neighborhood going ahead and saying, hey, I'm repping Lamar. Talk to me. Remember the scene from Goodwill Hunting where yeah. ben, ben Affleck is walking in saying retainer. Remember that scene? That's what they're trying to, they're trying to prevent that exact thing from happening. Right. Go, I go, you know, you suspect, you suspect he takes the money. Okay. That I, oh, the movie's so good. But sometimes that, though, a guy from the neighborhood is what you need. Okay. I'm not debating that point, but he has to go through the vetting process to become an agent. If he wants to be yeah, Lamar's but then agent. They won't let the guy from the neighborhood become part of that. Okay. Just saying that's why the NFL said that. So now I think Lamar is frustrated to the point where he's now going to fight the only way he really can, which is to go public and get the Raven fans to freak out. Right. Because they're freaking out <laughs> on where Lamar Jackson is going to wind up. How do you trade him? Like, how do you trade Lamar Jackson? What do you mean? You call someone up and say, I know, you but like, you're the team that traded a former MVP in his prime. Everybody is replaceable. Well, they are, but it's you trade him. Bye bye. Where, where is he? Does he move numbers in your mind? I think the numbers are done with him not coming back. Irizarry Moose asked me that this morning. Like, what do you what do you think? I said, if I'm sitting in a room mm -hmm. right now, I'm anticipating him not coming back. That's what okay. my numbers say now. But not where he goes. I mean, if he go, where's he gonna go? So like he goes the, to the Patriots. I mean, him on a Patriots would is Bill calling a place? No. Oh, no. Bill O'Brien is. is. Or, or, yeah. Bill O'Brien is. Yep. Ooh. That's very, um, like you would say, interesting. The Colts oh. are the odds on favorite offshore right now to land him. Patriots are the second option, which I was stunned about. Why? That, because I thought Mac was going to be the guy. That's why they hired Bill They're not sure if Mac's the guy. 100% because this morning talking to the Boston Globe, an audio that came out this morning from Bill Belichick's meeting at the NFL owners meeting. <laughs> he was typical Belichick, but there was a pause that was like, whoa, that's pregnant. It was basically one of the beat writers from the Globe asked him. Did you said, say, whoa, that's pregnant? Yeah, it was a pregnant pause. It was, you ever heard of, you've heard of a pregnant pause before, right? What the hell does that mean? Pregnant pause means there's something in growing inside that pause. <laughs> there's something there. Okay. And the baby might get delivered. That baby might be Lamar because if you look at the way or listen to the way that Bill answered, the question was going into camp. Is this a two horse race between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones or is Mac Jones the starter from day one? And Bill took like five beats before he said, well, it's everyone's competing for jobs. That's what we do in camp. <laughs> like it's almost like he wanted to think how do I want to phrase this because what happens if it's not if you're asking the wrong question what happens if it's not either he wasn't one of those guys worried about what he was going to say because of the reporter he was worried as the coach when you're talking to the press mm -hmm. you have to be aware that your guys are going to watch this of course he can't say the truth 
right? That's why he's so coy. What's he (laughs) He going to say? Well, he he could answer the question quickly. I think it's not the words he says. I always look at for the way Bill says, not what Bill says. Like, I want to know the tone. I want to know the the way he's delivering the answer. Those are the things I'm looking for. What he says is gobbledygook. It's just nonsense. Like Bill Belichick never says anything with value Hold at on. all. Stop. Say gobbledygook again, please. Gobbledygook. Okay. It's just that all a bunch of nonsense. Just in case Mikey Awesome <laughs> needs something to go off of. Yeah. He got a second clip for him. There you you just say gobbledygook. Yeah. It's just nothing. It's just it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of garbage. So how he says it is T rash. Actually, yes. It's all T rash. Trash. Yes. So yes. Lamar, I don't know if the Ravens would actually trade him inside the conference. It would make more sense, I think, to put him on the West Coast. But if you're the 49ers, how do you not make a play for Lamar Jackson? Hmm. I mean, how do you not say, look, we like Brock Purdy. Brock's got a got a, an injury. Hmm. Okay. We, we don't know what's going to happen with Brock Purdy. Trey Lance is obviously not the guy we thought we were drafting at three. If they could figure out a way to move, either give up McCaffrey or give up somebody, give up a defensive player because they've got a thousand first round pick players Wait, on so that defense. You wanted to trade McCaffrey already? Well, I'm just saying you have to give up something of value to get Lamar Jackson. You aren't going to, I mean, draft picks aren't going to get it done. You, you need players. You need to have to give somebody a team that they can build around immediately. And McCaffrey is the type of player that I think would make the Ravens go, oh, hmm, okay, maybe. Hmm. Money, Very obviously, how, that how would it goes. that would. Um, I mean, the Niners are already what second or third odds on favorite, but yeah. um, getting a guy like Lamar who, uh, when healthy, could take care of the ball and keep them. Uh, I, I just think if I'm the, the Ravens, field, oh man, that's, that's I'm doing cool. I'm doing the Patriot thing, right? I, I'm doing the Red Sox thing. I'm trading him as Why is far, everything so New England focused on this because show? What the Patriot, the Boston it, thing, because the look, Patriot at the, thing, look what the Red, Red Sox, Sox did. Do. Look at the Red Sox did. Where did Mookie Betts go? LA. Okay. Get him out. <laughs> get him Get him out. Oh, him out, ship him. Out. Gone, gone. Yeah, get him out. Get him on the other coast on a, in a different conference. Get him as far away from us as you can actually get this person. Jimmy Garoppolo, same thing. You know, they sent Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers. Get him as far away from us as you can. I don't want to see this guy on my news. I don't want to see my fan base talking about him. Goodbye. So you send Lamar to the West Coast. I and mean, you're sending him to Indianapolis. It ain't like you're sending him to New York or L.A. No, but you're, but if you do to the Indianapolis Colts, you could see him in your conference. Lamar Jackson could beat you in the playoffs one day. He goes to the 49ers. You're only, hasn't he already done that to the Patriots? Who? No, the Ravens. Talk about the Ravens. Yeah. Hasn't he already beaten the Patriots? He has, but I'm talking about the Ravens though. He he has beaten the Ravens. We're talking about, you don't want to send a guy who could haunt you. You want to send him to a different conference where the only place you see him is the Super Bowl. Which is hey, you'll deal as long with that. As he ain't in the division, I think it ain't that big of a deal. I mean, oh. you're right; they'd rather send him to the other conference. But you know, I mean, him on the Colts, the Ravens aren't worried about the Colts, are they? Ravens I mean, are they worried about be. the Bengals and the Steelers and the Browns first and foremost. Wait, you got to remember something: the Ravens used to be the Colts. I mean, you're yeah. sending him <laughs> Raven fans. That's a, that's a sensitive topic to put him on to choose to put him on Indianapolis. That's yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I if you're the ownership group and stuff, you're probably like, yes, go ahead. We'll send them to the Colts. You want to go to the Colts? We'll go to the Colts. You know, I don't know. They win that division. Lamar Jackson goes to the Colts. That makes them the favorite if they're not already. 
they are they are the favorite right now, aren't they? I haven't looked. Colts got to be the favorite in that. Jacksonville division. might be, but look at that face you're frozen on right now. Oh. Look, mm. Did you see that? Oh my <laughs> god, that was amazing. Come on, snap your fingers. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, we're back. All right. Uh, yeah. So on that, th- that's our only football conversation today, but it's just interesting to take a look at this. Um, so we talked about the long shots in the final four with the books not getting hit hard. So let's go to Creighton's loss. Look, I, I'm not going to flip out today. Um, I, I, if you, if, if we were on the air yesterday, hold on, where's the glasses? Oh boy. I'm going to need these. If, if we were on the air yesterday, I would have had my flip out and I would have said a lot of things probably I would have regretted. I wanted to do the, uh, Twitter spaces during the game. You were completely incapable of doing that. I would have said, no, I was too mad. I was on, I was on Twitter ranting and raving. It would have been horrible to have audio attached to it. Yeah. But Jay Wright said it and I, and I calmed down as soon as Jay Wright said the quiet part out loud, I went, okay, now I'm all right. He said it because Clark Kellogg lost his fucking mind when Jay Wright said it. And it was almost like somebody in Clark Kellogg's ear said, oh, you better go protect somebody right now on this. Cause Jay Wright said, well, the reason why guys are making that call is because if they don't make that call, they're not working next weekend at the final four. And they all want to work next weekend at the final four. They were given a regional final. So they're in running to, to, to ref the final four, which is obviously big money and big prestige on the resume. So they make that call because they know if they don't, they're not working next weekend. And I was like, oh, there he goes. He said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> he just said it. Fucking damned if you geez. do it, damned if you don't. If you don't call the foul and the San Diego State loses the game in overtime, yep. you know, then it's their bitching. You, you call the foul. And he makes the free throws and Creighton's bitch. And it's, t- it's a tough spot. I mean, it, it was a foul. No, it's not a tough spot at all. Just call the game consistently. It's not tough at all to me. Just call the game, right? Call the game the way the game's supposed to be called. And then there's no bitching. There's no, con- if that was a foul, call every foul, if that was a foul, if Ryan Nemhart's hand on a hip is a foul, which apparently the word that we're supposed to be using is dislodged. Okay, if he dislodged the the shooter, dislodged. I heard that yesterday for the first time. I'm 52. I never heard this ref term in my life. It's a ref term. It's 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 the it's the actual book definition of what happens to a shooter. But if you're going to call it, the Creighton Blue Jay fans have put together a very interesting Zapruder film type of situation Uh with what the hand checking was for San Diego State. The hand, hand checking it was, was unbe- like, it was a football game. Correct. Yep. So when you're going, when Ryan Nemhart's trying to dribble, and the same guy who Ryan Nemhart fouled, whose name I'm forgetting, I apologize, but that kid was all up in Nemhart's grill the entire game, grabbing, pulling, hitting him while he's going to shoot, smacking him. They hit him so hard on the arm, he lost feeling in his right hand because they hit him. They, he had a nerve. He had a nerve that went numb when he got slapped down on. Did they call that? No. Nemar couldn't feel on the, when they blew, he blew the layup late in the game, couldn't feel his hand. So he couldn't feel the ball. So he couldn't put it where it needed to be put. He blew a wide open layup. You ever play in a pickup game where you play with a guy like that, who just slaps the shit out of you? Like, yeah, you hate it. It hurts like a mother. Like you want to, I I used to want to fight instantaneously. You'd be holding the ball and he'd slap you. Oh, I got ball. You broke my and hand too. Right. Yeah, my wrist you too. Know? Right. What are you talking about? I used so, to hate that, but if guys, so that's in why. the chat right now, put foul or no foul. 
right no, now. No, that's not the right question, though. No, 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 foul or no, no. I just want first. We're going to do this. Because I would, or no I foul. would, I would vote foul. That's it what was you a foul. Vote. That's what you should vote. You should. But vote you don't foul. call it. You don't call it there if you aren't calling it. I've said this for years. A foul in the first quarter is a foul in the fourth quarter. It shouldn't matter when the foul happens. But if you're not going to call it in the first quarter, you can't fucking call it in the fourth quarter. You you can't do that. So the question shouldn't be whether or not it was or was not a foul. That's not the question that needs to be asked. It's should you, could you, or do you make that call when you haven't made that call the entire game? And then you decide it with one second to go. You end kids' college careers. Kids who aren't going to play college basketball ever again because you got involved as a referee making that call. Right. So you have to say that the first question I'm in the chat is foul or no foul. Don't don't qualify it. Just look at it. Forget about time, all this other stuff. Was it a foul? Yes or no? Put foul or no foul. And then foul. we're going to go through and say call or no call. And and we'll see because I yeah. think we'll get foul probably 80%. Yeah. And we'll don't say call it's a foul. It. <laughs> and don't call and it. And then, you know, we'll get 80% or more. We'll say don't call it. And because it's them a hard- tough spot. It's not though. It really isn't. I, I get your point. It's a tough spot, but it really isn't a tough spot because if you're a referee and Wasn't you know it a tough spot in the Super Bowl, if Same you thing. know you have called all game long and you know you have let these two teams beat the living shit out of each other on national TV, and right. you've been fine with what allowing San Diego State to play football, like you said, you don't make a call with one second left because a guy got quote dislodged on his way to the basket. It was this never going. Barkley said it right. The shot wasn't going in anyway. It was going to be short regardless. The, the foul this had nothing launch. to do with it. He, would, he was short arming it anyway. That ball was not going in. So you let the so, team decide it in overtime. Let so the game. Why foul him? Why put yourself in that position? Because they were always fouling when he had the ball. It was it was a foul on every so, shot. So because you did it before, it makes it yes. okay. Like, yes, just let him go. If you know the If you know the shot's not good, don't put your hand on him. I think it's like, nonsense. I, no, I, I'm sorry. Hand checking was going on the entire the entire game on both sides. Hand checking was happening. The referees had established that hand checking was okay. That you were oh, allowed yeah, to hand check. Like this, shut up, misses. They can play overtime, and there, and there's another opportunity. Just don't put your hands on them. You can't. I mean, the reality of the story is for Creighton is that they should have put that game away with ten minutes to go. Fair. Like that 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 last ten minutes of that game. Yeah, they don't you have a killer. Me, you said it all. Nobody yeah. wants the ball. Nobody wants to shoot. Yeah, they, they don't. They got Baylor oh. Shireman. They they got him from South Dakota State because they thought they were getting a killer, and he was to a point, but he wasn't what it, what they needed. They they haven't had a. This is a long time name, but they haven't had a killer since P. Allen Stinnett, who lives here in Vegas actually, but P. Allen from Vegas, who was the last true killer I can remember wearing a Creighton Blue Jay uniform, meaning. He said, give me the ball and get out of my way. And it's not a typical kid that goes to Creighton because they want unselfish players. But in tournament games, like you saw with Noel for Kansas State, you need selfish players. I have the confidence. I'm the best player on the floor. Give me the ball. Get out of the way. And that is a very tough spot to be in for a lot of kids who are taught and go to school with Creighton about sharing the ball, ball movements. Don't let the ball stick. And in those moments, you need someone to go and score the last 10 points and just go and do a Carmelo Anthony for Syracuse type of run. And they didn't have it. And Shireman put up an air ball with about four minutes to go. And that was it. He, until he hit that 
prayer turnover that they basically tried <laughs> to give the game away right, right, to the right. Jays. And oh. frankly, the call should never really factored in because the Jays probably should have been on hitting foul shots and had a three-point shot. I mean, the game ended in very, very funky fashion. But it sucks that more and more often we're having these conversations about referees inserting themselves in plays where they shouldn't have been inserted. Yeah. I mean, it just, it sucks to get put in that position at the end. Like that's just, that's, that's when it gets to that. And yes, that's the the result. That's what maybe some focus on. I mean, just watching a game dead under dead under never was in doubt. First half though. I mean, that, that was the one thing that I was, the, the live in game was 70 and a half for the Jays. And I thought they were going to score 70 on them because I thought the ball movement was so good for the Jays. They were they had such confidence in the first half, and then halftime hits and big adjustments got made. And I'll give Brian Dutcher the credit for making the right adjustments. And then the Jays' confidence went in the toilet. Was that okay? So, like, my takeaway was the adjustments were made. The adjustments continue to get made for San Diego State. Right? They've looked dead a few times, and they've been able to find a way to come back, slow stuff down, whatever, make the game. You know. Um, basically a football game on that floor. Yep. Like the physicality is they rebound though. Like, like they are looking to rip out the food. Like that's food and they're going to get it to eat their only next meal. I mean, they are yeah. rebounding like passionate. The, oh, the offensive boards. If you want to say, why did the Jays lose? They lost because their defensive rebounding was lackluster. Was what just wasn't there. It wasn't yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, I agree. And I hate to say somebody wanted it more. No, no, no. They no, just, they, they were more physically, they were more intimidating and they were more, they were stronger. I mean, this is, I mean, people have called Creighton soft for a long time and I don't fight it. I think that it's right. I mean, they just, people call them dogs. Jays don't have dogs. They, they haven't had dogs. They got kids who are really good at basketball, but they don't have, they don't have dogs. Right. And, there are a bunch of dogs on that San Diego state team that will go after it and really hunt and really want the basketball more and give up their body. And they aren't skilled. They're just football players. Like, right. like, like they're just guys who are going to run through you and they don't really care about contact. Like they don't, they play a different type of sport on the same court, you know, than you are playing. So, I mean, Kalkbrenner is unbelievable, but Kalkbrenner is a toothpick. I mean, he's thin as can be. He's not going to push anybody around. So it's, it's, it's an unbelievable year. They won, you know, they went to the, the lead eight. It was fine. You know, I made a good amount of money coming back because I had the Creighton ticket for 25 units, mm-hmm. 30 units at two of them. So I, I hedged back dramatically. I made money on the ticket, which this whole weekend was like hedge fest for me based on the tickets. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I played this tournament as well as I've ever had in terms of, I didn't hit big positions. I just had everything. I had numbers to work off of all weekend long. And it was super exciting because I didn't have to sweat really anything. Like I was mad about the Jays losing just to lose. Right. I made money on the game, you know, betting San Diego state and taking them on the money line for a bunch of units. So, you know, the second game, uh, you know, Miami beating Texas yesterday. I mean, Miami, Jim Laranega is, he's going into the hall of fame. He's a hall of fame coach now for sure. There was a Mm -hmm. little bit of a question, but he's a hall of fame coach. George Mason in Miami. To the final four. It's pretty impressive, man. <laughs> like, 17 years apart. Right. On top of that. Yeah. He's 73. He is. Talking to kids. 
and they believe his shit and think he's cool. Yeah. I want to be him. Right. I just want to be him. I want to be 73. I think by then maybe I'll have a grandchild. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'll still be coaching. Hopefully I will. But either way, I want to be able to have a conversation with a 20-year-old kid and them go, yeah, he's okay. He's a, he's a, he's a good dude. And he, and he knows his shit. Like, he listens. I love it. I can't believe that Texas had that game by double digits. Double digits. Running away in the first half. And – I mean, even into the second half, there were 15 minutes left in the game, maybe about the 12 timeout. Miami's dead. They're down 12. It's over. And then they got it to 10, 8, back to 10, 8, 10. And um, I was texting back and forth with the company, and, I, and he he said, he said, it's got to be over, right? So we've got to get it, Pat, got to get it to six. Once you get it to six, you got a shot. And yep. they did. And there was no looking back. I was so impressed. Again, they've been dogs every game. It sucks because the it, first it opens up the door for Terry to get fired. No, Texas. it does not. Oh, they got to give this guy that. What do you mean? They got to give him the deal. No, they're going to bring in somebody. They're going to bring in Calipari. Somebody. I mean, they're going to tr- big name. They're going to swing for the fences. Yeah. The, I If he had gone to the final four, it was he could not. It was it. It was his job. The way they lost the. The power-ups, the higher-ups, if they wanted to get him out, now have the excuse to get him out. Sucks, but they have it. You got to be careful what you wish for in those situations. Agreed. You have somebody there that's earned the respect of every person in the building, has quietly just taken, you know, the the, the spot mm. next to the guy for mm. all these years, right? He's been there forever, they said. The kids listen. Every Like, if you bring him. Over half the kids back. Who are you going to get that's better than that guy? We don't know, but chances are that that's the problem with college basketball. The roster overturn is so high that, you know, most of those kids won't be back. Regardless of who ends up coaching the team. Yeah, I saw him in the post game. Um, That one soundbite where he got choked up talking about, you know, because you know how much work you put into it. And they, I mean. Well, the year. I mean, they that's thought Chris Beard was going to be the coach, and he gets. Well, that's fired. what I mean. Like oh. literally, they he goes to sleep one night. He's still the assistant. Chris Beard is the coach. He wakes up in the morning, and they say, uh, "We ain't bringing this guy back. Here you it's go. Your it's, it's your it's, job, right. It's, we're only favored to win the conference and everything, and it was national title shot. Good luck, right? You know. Oh, okay. So, and he does the job that he did. So when he's talking about you know being emotional and like talking about i said the same things to my kids that i coach i'm like listen i'm coaching you for life like we're running these seasons together practices and all this other stuff but you know i I hope you invite me to your wedding i i i hope you invite me to you know your well i mean i tell them all the time i don't need no baby showers or anything like this anytime soon but like right you know when you need when you need if you need a ride from the airport just text me like if right. you need a, you know, you ever get in trouble, you can text me. We're coaching for life. When he said that, I was like, man, I hope this guy gets the job. But you don't think he will, huh? No, I, I think Texas will go. Shit, it's Texas. Remember, this is this is just what they do. That they have a ton of money and they think they can buy anybody. And if Calipari wants to leave now, you know, Stucky and all of our friends in Kentucky are saying no way because of the recruiting class he has coming in. He's not going to go anywhere. But I don't know. It, it, I mean. 
Dana Altman could go there from Oregon. Like there's going to be some big name coaches available that may be looking around to go somewhere else that may want Texas is, as, as Shaka smart showed just because you're a good coach doesn't mean you're going to win at Texas. And he went to Marquette and a phenomenal year at Marquette. And now he's building something really special at a program that he should be at. It's hard. It's hard to, I mean, it, look, it's, it's hard a lot to of win money. anywhere. P road is but, it not but like- Texas is a different animal because of the size of the school and the expectations are sky high. Like final four is the expectation. National championship is the expectation. Really? It's, yeah. Yeah. Cause they've yeah. done it so many times. Well, I mean, Kevin Durant and whatnot, they've done it. I mean, they, they've had tremendous they've won. When have they won a basketball championship? Ooh, national. I don't know if they have. That's a good, yeah. that's a good okay. question. Okay, So that's what I mean. Like maybe they should temper their expectations. They sound like Nebraska football fans. Like they're still living in. The uh, according to Tyler, Bruce Pearl was contacted per his daughter. To Texas. go coach at Texas. He'd work there. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you need that. Back. You need that. You need that type of guy at Texas. He works at Texas. I think Bruce Pearl would work at Texas and you get away from Alabama. Get away from that. Yeah. Bruce Pearl works at Texas, <laughs> especially Bruce Pearl in the NIL era is so dangerous because he did so many things under the table for so long that now you let him do these deals above board he can't get in trouble for it. Oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> that guy with a backing of Texas would do some damage. He pulls some high level people. I don't think he's getting the job. We, we got to get an NIL deal. <laughs> I, I want an NIL deal or I'll so, help someone get an NIL deal. Right. These, these discussions are great. Agents, 10%. Just you, so you know, yeah. Joel Embiid's not playing tonight. So where, just, where, where the number go? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Breaking news. Like we didn't know that wasn't going to happen. How about Harden? Oh, seven and a half. Thanks hey. for coming. There's my CLV. Watch me lose that bet. Oh, That'd be fun. You got five or five and a half? Five. Yeah. Well, I'm going to lose that bet. UConn annihilated Gonzaga. Texas, most- Texas is last in the final four in 2003. Thanks for coming. But I know that, but national championship was one. Uh, I think we're still looking for the first. Okay. I don't think they have one. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I mean, they've, they've had success. So you're going to go get Bruce Pearl. You think you're going to win a national championship? You could. Yeah, you could. I'd There's no reason. That, that arena, they have a brand new arena. They yeah. have a diehard fan base. Yeah. Tough conference. It's gonna, you're going to be battle-tested in the Big 12, now going into the SEC. Oh, so he wouldn't get away from Alabama, but he just geographically would get away. geographically he'd get away from Alabama. Just I guess, but not but not actually scheduling wise, huh? He'd play Auburn too. That would be fun. <laughs> Bruce Pearl's return to Auburn would be pretty warm, warm and fuzzy. <laughs> if he winds up going to Texas, he's, he ain't going to Texas. He's I using see them. It. I don't know. I think he's using them to get some more money out of Auburn. Auburn doesn't have much money for basketball. They don't no? Spend, no, they don't want to spend money on basketball. They want to spend money on football. football for work out for Bama. What? They got a better shot of being good at basketball than they do football. Who? Auburn? A mess. Auburn. Their basketball hasn't been great either. I mean, I know, but they good. got a coach who wants to be right. there and will stay right. and will bring in people however means necessary. No money in it. <laughs> There's no money in it. I'm telling you right now, there's no money in it. It's not there. There's no money in it. I mean, it's it's a nice like also ran like Alabama fans 
just this year started to go like, oh, wow. we're pretty good. <laughs> like it just, hey, we have a basketball yeah, team. I, I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> that, I, that, that's not crazy. That's very, that's not that nuts. Listen so, to this stat. This is yep. from Floodhouse. This okay. is why you guys, if you like the show and you and you have the time to listen or watch live, specifically watch because you can see the chat. With so many guys in here, girls, thank mm -hmm. you for coming, that contribute to the show. Floodhouse just came in with this outstanding tidbit. Okay. Texas ranks sixth amongst all Division I men's basketball programs for total NCAA tournament games won without having won the national championship. There we go. 35 games they've won in the NCAA tournament, which is sixth best all time. Without cutting down the nets. Without cutting down the nets. Speaking of cutting down the nets, UConn going to do it? <clears throat> I mean, I'm wearing the Whalers. You'd be smirched. Well, not really. I mean, you kind of tell the truth about Connecticut. I've never been there, only driven through. Everyone and apparently I'm not in a hurry to go. <laughs> Everyone now just drives through. That's just the whole <laughs> if, when you live in you talk to Katie Mox, you understand what she says. Just live there because I have to. <laughs> like, nobody she did say that. That's a direct <laughs> quote. So Katie, if you're watching yes. the show, hello, Katie. But nobody actually wants that. to live there. They just have to. That's, like I just they're, they're required to for some other reason than I want to. We need Mox back on the show. We have to reach out to her, and say hi. Um are they going to do it? I mean, the odds would tell you yes, right? They're they're around town. They're either minus one ten, minus one twenty. Um, outside of town here, they're as high as one thirty five. Uh, they're five and a half point favorites against Miami. How could they possibly lose? They beat every opponent by fifteen points or more. Mm. They're rolling. Also, it's it's a done deal that they're in the final. And then how is either San Diego State or Florida Atlantic going to beat the almighty UConn? It's not almighty. It's just that they have two things going for them with their two twin towers that nobody can match. Like only mm -hmm. Big East teams, only Big East teams can match it. San Diego State can give them a game, okay? 100% San Diego. If it's UConn, San Diego State for the national championship, it's going to be a war. Dead under, like you said, with Creighton. It's a dead under game. But, but it's <sighs> not going to be pretty basketball, but the San Diego State will have a chance. They will be in the conversation. But I, I, I'm if UConn is not cutting down the nets, I will be stunned. It'll be a world-class choke by Hurley and company if they don't win this. Oh, this is set up. To me, this is, they have the best team. They're the hottest team. They're the healthiest team, and they're a matchup nightmare for the other three teams left. Man, I how is Miami, Miami's? I, gonna last, I think Miami's live to win the game. I don't think so. I, I disagree with you. I, I don't think they are. I, I, We're going to talk about this shit all yeah, week. They're going to be fun, okay? My, and, and because no one wants to talk about SDSU and FAU, so yes, <laughs> that's we will not true. No, what Aztecs Owls? That's a hell of a matchup. It is dead under. Dead under. Right Dead under. Dead under. 55-52 final. That game's going to be brutal. Somebody, no one even scores 60, you're saying? I don't, I don't, look, this is, again, <laughs> this is where I do subscribe to the first half under train, first half under both games. Oh. They're going to play in a football stadium with an elevated court. Sight lines are awful for shooting. <laughs> 
awful for shooting. And these teams don't shoot well anyway. Oh. And they just want to body you up and they want to slow it down. I mean, it's like, I don't know if 50 points get scored in the FAU game in the first half. Oh my goodness. And I can't wait to see what the book number, what the numbers are going to be for the books. They're going to put up like 61 for the first half under first half total. Totals 131. So the first half would be 65 if it was half, but it can't be that. Could it be 59 and a half? It could be. I wouldn't be stunned. 60 and a half. We still got it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. They already put it. 60 and a half. They already put it up. I didn't think they they put it up that fast. Okay. They already had the first half. Wow. First half total. Yeah. 66, 61. Sure. It probably would close 59 and a half. I'd have put up 59 and a half and dared you to bet me over. Yeah. Go ahead. So, because wow. their opponent, because their opponent is Florida Atlantic, nine seed, four seed, five seed, five seed. There's your final four. More on that in a second. Nine seed, nine seed, four. No, seed, no, nine five. seed, five, five, four. Nine, five, five, four. That's 14 yep. and nine, 23. Oh, that's a high number for, for numbers, the, the, the seeds yeah. in the final four. That's a cool that's bet. You, that's a cool bet. Have you ever made that bet? We used to make that number. Oh, I love awesome. that. That's fun. Yeah, I, that's a cool bet. I didn't do this. You know year. what it's it was cool this bet. year? What? 12 and a half. Oh, blew over that. <laughs> Way over that. I think it was 12 and a half. Only. Yeah. I, look, Florida Atlantic's a really fun team. They're just scrappy and they're finding ways to win. I don't really enjoy watching them play, to be quite honest. I would much rather K-State be in this thing because I thought K-State versus UConn could have been a ball of a game for the title. You're but, saying that Miami-UConn is not? It's a semifinal game. It would have been the final game would have been K State UConn. K State Miami would have been fun you too. Put K State in a final if they just won on Friday. If they beat Florida First Atlantic, I think that they would have, they would have beaten because it's, it's a very similar type of team. They would have, they would have beaten San Diego State if they had beaten FAU. Really? They lost. Yeah, they lost to FAU for the same reason when they were, they were losses. They could have lost San Diego State, which is because they like Creighton. I'm saying it the entire tournament. Defense and physicality this year is winning out. Doesn't that win out every year? No. No, you can off you can outscore people. You can just be the better athlete. You can run up and down the court and fuck defense and just go dunk on people. But this is not that tournament. This is I I'm gonna give our guy Kessler. I, I tweeted at him over the weekend, but he was one hundred percent correct. Do you believe he took four shots, like deep shots? It's a shame that he didn't hit one right in the final four. I mean, we sat with him that night and he said I shamed him into making four plays. I didn't shame him into doing it. We talked it out. We and talked he was like, everybody it. sucks. He said out loud, everyone sucks, and he's right. He's a hundred percent right. Yeah. There hasn't been a good, dominant, really high without warts or problems team in this entire tournament. Yeah. San Diego uh, once State he didn't make had, the JC eight. from KC said just came in and said San Diego State has had 12 straight unders. Is that is that real? I don't know. It was on a closing number. Oh, 12 straight unders. I mean, yeah. I know it's been good, but like how much lower can you make the number? Behal just sent me a text. I'm with you guys. I already bet under 61 and a half. Yeah. It's a first it's, half it's, under. It's, that's the play. I mean, that's that's the play. Um San Diego State has hit. Uh, yes, 12 straight unders. 12 straight unders. That a boy, JC, from KC. And keep 14, pumping them weights and keep sending those stats. In oh, 14 man. in fourteen of uh, fourteen of 15. They haven't. Like they've only had one game go over 
at home against UNLV since we hit February. In the last two months, they've had one game go over. I mean, this would be one of them ones that, like, if it was our book, I'd say, boys, let's let's get a skill shot here. Let let let's try to get a number that actually is already over, because now they keep betting under. Right, we're losing. Unless you keep winning to the under and then put up what everybody else got. But I'd go like this. I mean, look at the market. It's 131 and a half. Let's trick the bots, put up 130 and a half and see what they fucking do with it. Because Let's it's go. not just it's not just going under. It's going, it's going in, way under. So the totals have been anywhere from as low as 126 <laughs> to as high as 146. No, sorry, 147 so far over the go last. to 147 against New Mexico went under by 3 points. 73-71 final. Good number. They've gone under by nine and a half, 22, 41, two and a half, three and a half, nine, 19 and a half, 11, 13, 18, 22, eight, two and a half against Alabama and 21 and a half against Creighton. That's under the total. Dear God. So it's not just going under, it's going double digit under. Like it's not even coming close. To getting and they're putting up numbers 134 and a half, 137 and a half, 135, 137. Like anything below 140. I mean, heck, even uh their first game against uh, against College of Charleston, 22 was 142. Game went under by 22 points. I mean, since the tournament started, <sighs> there's only one game that's even come close to going under. That was the Bama game. Right. Well. They're going, oh, sorry, go swimming over with the Birmingham. Everything else has gone way under. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going under. Um, it's a testament to not only the way they play and their inability to shoot, which they really can't <laughs> shoot very well, um, but they bring the other team to their level, right? We talk about all the time during football season. Yeah. We'll talk about it during the playoffs, at least for hockey and basketball for the NBA. Mm-hmm. The team that imposes their will or plays their style of game, regardless of opponent, usually wins more than they lose. That's in any sport. You know, when your pitching's better, you play lower scoring games and you win. When when your right. defense is better, you play lower scoring games when you win. When your offense is the best unit on the field and they can't stop you, you play higher scoring games and you usually win. I mean, there's anomalies and there's special efforts, but... This is something, I mean, this makes San Diego State dangerous, not just Saturday in the first game. They can win the next game, too. They could. I'm, it's impossible. I don't think it's going to happen. But even if they beat FAU, I think they're losing in the title game to either Miami or UConn. But. So the winner of the UConn-Miami game is the winner of the tournament? Yeah. In my opinion, yes. I think the winner of that, that that is your de facto national championship game. Hmm. Is Miami UConn. It's just athletes. It's just athletes in coaching. Look, Brian Dutcher is a phenomenal coach. I just think at some point when you get to this third, this third level, it just gets to be you have to do everything. You gotta play defense, you gotta rebound, you gotta be very, very good. And right now, UConn and Miami both are playing at a very high elite level. <laughs> look at look, this graphic. Look right at here. this. How do you feel about this? Legitimately. <laughs> like when you see this, doesn't this scream? 
a conference tournament or a pre-conference tournament in November? I, you know, with that first thing I see is I want hats. I, cause I don't have none of those. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have anything. I, the second thing is, is this, is this the Maui shootout or is right. this? So this I mean, is it looks Final like a Four. November, <laughs> this looks like a, a November pre-conference tournament <laughs> that's played in the Bahamas. How did it's, you mix all these schools together? Yeah. Like the, this is just a random, like, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is oh, who's going. Okay. Yeah. So people will want to go watch UConn. Okay. And then Miami people can make the trek down. Oh yeah. I got to have two throwaway teams in there. Okay. Yeah. FAU and San Diego state. Okay. It's the final fucking four. Did you just say throwaway teams? No, I'm just saying, like, you know how these conference tournaments. Conference team. What are you talking about? You know how these conference tournaments get put together. They get put together based upon you just have to have, uh, you know, fillers. (laughs) Sometimes they get put together by who will come. Right. That too. They're seat fillers, you know, just, (laughs) oh, okay. So we got these two blue bloods. We got, you know, Miami and UConn coming in. So we got to find two other schools who wants to play. Oh, you two. Okay. FAU and San Diego State. Okay. Come on in. Somebody made the case that this would be the all-time greatest vacation spot Final Four if it wasn't for stores, because stores ruins, right. ruins everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a reason after as much as you've built it up, a reason to even drive through Connecticut. No. It's not a vacation spot. Vacation 100% spot. not. <laughs> it's a prison. Not. It's, it's where you get sent. You get sent as punishment. This is where you get put up away from. Yeah. This is where this is punishment. This is how you get sent to Connecticut. Like, what the fuck did I do? Like, somebody like you, you pissed off the wrong person to get sent to that school. Shit. That's, that's, I always give people credit. I'm like, you recruited the stores, Connecticut. Wow. That's impressive. Behind Orono, Maine, it's the second worst place to go to college. It really is. It's, 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 it ain't fun, man. There's nothing to do there. That's, that's just drink and get drunk and go, why the fuck am I in stores, Connecticut? Right. <laughs> That's it. San Diego State, Florida oh, Atlantic. Florida that, Atlantic's in Boca. Yeah. I mean, That's unbelievable campuses. San Diego State's campus is gorgeous, right on the water. Same thing with Boca. And then Miami's in Miami. <laughs> like, like, hi. Yeah. San Diego State is, I mean, it's there. I don't know if it's gorgeous. I, oh, I think that whole area in San Diego. Uh, oh, oh I, that I, area I is it. nice and stuff. But I mean, it's, we've been there. We, we, we had some kids go and mm-hmm. look at school there and, We've talked, we've done some things. I mean, like, so I, I guess it's just like the casinos in Vegas. I see them a little bit differently because when I, when you see the inner workings, but it's a great place. San Diego. Awesome. Boca Raton. Awesome. Miami, Florida. Come on. Awesome. Stores, Connecticut. Not so much. <laughs> not the Oops. best. Sorry. Yeah. Not the best. Not the <laughs> yeah, best. I would agree with that. Not All right. Best. So I have been inundated because you're the dink. It doesn't open up as DMS. So I get all the questions. What <laughs> the <laughs> fuck did you just say? You called me what a dink because I didn't <laughs> open my DMs. It's you scroll through them DMs. Are you are you always excited that yours are open? No, I'm not always excited. <laughs> I'm open, but they come to me. Go, hey Matt, I got a ticket. Can you and Dave discuss this, please? <laughs> Yesterday, I got a Miami ticket. I got an FAU ticket. I got a UConn ticket. How do I do this? How do I do that? I'm like, okay, I can't answer all of you guys. I'm just going to bring it up on the show. Right. Wh- right. What is if you're sitting on a national championship ticket with some real significance? Yes, you have to hedge, right? I mean, unless you like the sweat and you want to be aggravated if you lose, like it all depends. So, the first question is one thank you for DMing Matt and not me because my, but if you reach out to me on Twitter and say, Hey, can you DM me? A lot of times if I see it and have time, I will. So you can reach right. directly to me. But some of these tickets are like are legit, though. It's like it's like 20 bucks to win 1500 Right. 
Now that's listen, fifteen hundred ain't going to change your life, but that's if you're betting twenty dollars, fifteen hundred gives you life to bet yeah. whatever you want for a long, long time. Not to mention, you should take a nickel and go to a nice dinner or do something right. good with it. Like yeah, like you should take something out of it. Now, to have an opportunity to win no matter what that's what we like like yes. we've talked about it on a yeah. show i mean we do it every day if we can like i'm not yeah. looking to i'm not looking for that one big score and then no. lose all the time like if yeah. we can just earn 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 now you have an opportunity to earn something significant when you bet twenty dollars or ten dollars or something and you win a thousand or two thousand fifteen hundred it's great, but I would, I would rather, I would rather win. You just did it. You had a yeah, thirty yes. to one Creighton yes. ticket. Yes, you made a hundred bucks, whatever yeah. on it. Yeah, what's wrong with that? No, it, it's I doubled my money. Now you might say, well, you went ahead and you bet fifty bucks on Creighton that would have come back and, and returned, you know, a lot more than that, and you went for you bet it in October, and so you made double your money. After six months, I get that point. Okay. I, I understand that that point that that's not that impressive, but that's just to me, as I'm betting every day, I would rather have a chance to play off these tickets that I've invested and made this money and to be able to play off of it, than have one big score and then lose it, you know, be down a thousand dollars for the year on betting. And so if I have a chance to limit my risk and I have a chance to take 500 bucks off of a 20 buck bet, I want to do that every single time. So I hedge, there's not even a question. I'm hedging on all of it. Now, if you have a national championship ticket, you hedge now, right? You hedge in the final four. I mean, you, you have options. So you, you can bet the game to leading, you know, the first game. So yep. say you have a Miami ticket, you can go lay UConn on the money line for whatever, you know, if you win a thousand dollars, you lay one twenty to win a hundred on UConn. Right. And or, or no. So with the money line's 200. So you got to lay 200 to win 100, right? On them to win. Or you take them to win it all, minus 120 or mm -hmm. min whatever, and you can hedge it that way. So now, but now the problem with that is it will result in a second bet. Mm -hmm. Because if they win, they still got to win the other game. So now mm -hmm. you're going to have to bet the other side and make another investment. So a lot of times you bet UConn in a game on a money line. If it wins, you take the money or you can roll that over. Now you're ahead. So you have options. The, the, the hard one, I mean, the easy one is when you have the favorite in this spot and you can just take these big plus prices on the other side and lock up profit. Mm -hmm. Most of these people have either San Diego State um, or Miami. Big tickets to win a dime. So like I would bet UConn money line to win 100. You know, if if you bet twenty dollars, because now, if that loses, you're still live. You've only lost instead of the you know you've had a hundred and uh, hundred and eighty invested or whatever to cut into your dime profit, or you let it ride. I mean, we got anti in here in all caps saying never hedge, never hedge, never hedge. There's fucking guys that never hedged. I mean, I that's get it. Fine, I like, get it. It's just I not me. Yeah, I, I get it. So like Richard sent just for instance, okay, Richard sent me a DM and said, I'm looking for you and Dave for your advice on Miami. I have a ticket to win it all at 100 to 1. 
I put it in back in December for 50 bucks. I don't have the biggest bankroll, but I, but I, I think I'm going to hedge. Do you think I should take UConn at minus 130 to win it all or just bet against Miami? I appreciate all the things you guys are doing. Love what you do for the brigade. For you. I love you and Dave. Yeah, we got we got these fucking geniuses like Tyler, who I love, by the way, <laughs> going in going in the chat saying it's minus EV to hedge. And why do sports books offer cash out options? Well, that's different. That's a whole different that's, story. And so okay? I was going to say it's, it's a, a whole, whole different, different story. thing. Like uh, the cash off options, it, our, our friends from WagerWire will show you that, that that's their whole model right now is right, to show exactly. people how the numbers, yeah. you're better off deciding your own odds on a hedge than ever right. taking what the book is going to offer you. Exactly. Like, don't like it's like buying insurance a lot of times on the blackjack table. It's not worth it. It's just, you know, but for some people to sleep at night, they do it. I'm I'm talking about from a book's point of view always. My 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 whole thing, my whole life is to take your shots and put your chips all in when you have the best of it, but at the other times is always to reduce risk. I'm always trying to make sure that if I get it where I don't lose nothing and I have the best of it, that's fine. Like I I had tickets on poker players like Tyler who again, I'm not taking a shot at you Tyler, I'm just using you as an example because you like to fucking gamble. Like you like to take shots and you, you know, you'll, you'll be willing to lose whatever you've invested to win. And that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it, but I, I love these people that talk about this Tyler bets. So I got no qualm with it, but all these other people are like, Oh, you should never hedge. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. You can't tell another person how to make these decisions. It's all personal. So I had I I had a Creighton national championship ticket. I had a Texas to win the bracket, and I had a Gonzaga to win the bracket ticket. Right, you would have had zero. I hedged on all three. I made money, made profit in all three tickets. I, I don't I know if the no term sweat. hedge is you bet the other way. Yeah, I I, I, I made sure. Hedging, yes, it is. It's hedging. It's hedging a bet. I made a bet. I put money down on one side on plus three fifty, plus three twenty five, and plus three hundred, or three hundred one, and our thirty sorry thirty to one. So right. I sat, so I sat back and I was like, I've got 30 to one. I've got three and a half to one. I got three, you know, three to one. And I just made sure that I made a unit and a half. I made a unit and a half and then I made four units. I just went ahead and played off of it and or right. more whatever I made on it. But like I, I went ahead and played off of it because I knew I had those tickets in, the, in my back pocket. So it's just, for me, it's about risk management. I don't like that feeling that Tyler loves. Tyler wants the chase. I don't need to chase the white rabbit. I want to guarantee money. I want to know I got money coming in. I want to know that I'm going to be profitable because I'm betting every day. So I just want to stack small wins. Look, if I go two and one every day, I'm the happiest person on the planet. If you go two and one every day for a year or two, you're retired. Right. That's, I, I, that's, that's all I'm trying to do. Good I'm betting with the juice. I'm betting two to two, you know, three to four bets a day, three bets a day. If I go two and one on the juice every day, I'm happy. I'm good. Perry Udakis, who's in the business now, um, and a very smart guy said, this is called arbing. Listen, you can call it whatever you want. Back in the day and on the street, b- bookies and stuff, we called it earning. You earn. This is this is how you earn. So fancy college graduates with statistics <laughs> degrees call it arbing. I don't Promises know if I, parallelograms I don't think, I don't call, know if it, I call it, you know, sharps, arbing. like call it um, hedging. I think arbing minus is- EV and plus EV. Do you make money? That's yeah, all I'm, you fucking to, ask. To me, I think Arbing comes down to, I think Arbing is in-game betting and you're on both sides, plus, plus, you go plus, 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 plus. That to me is Arbing. You just did it. 
You oh, just yeah. did it. Oh, you yeah. were on plus yeah. Creighton, and you oh, took yeah. plus two on well, the other side. You I, are. No, no, no. I, I took money line. I took plus two. I mean, every game, this tournament, we talked about it on Friday, but this tournament has been so profitable for in-game betting. It's been phenomenal. I mean, I'm getting it's plus six and a half. What's on, going on? I'm getting plus, you know, I'm getting plus six and a half on Kansas State. I'm getting plus eight and a half on Texas yesterday. I'm getting, I mean, there's all, I mean, there's so many numbers when you're watching, if the book you're betting with is on the feed and not being done manually, the numbers are so volatile. It's, it's unbelievable. I'm going to be sad when this tournament's over just because the in-game betting I'm in, you know, both I'm in, in both discord channels and I'm just like, guys, look, this is nuts. Like take this right now. And then it goes the other way and you're like, okay, you're on five plus five. You get plus four on the other side. You just, kick back and watch. <laughs> you just, okay. Let it go. See what happens. You can't lose. It's, it, it's un. I, I know I'm not betting big enough numbers to ever be limited or ever be banned, but I get by it's what fun, I'm doing. <laughs> I understand how the big money people, the big number people, I get what they're doing. Cause if I had a bankroll big enough to fire on some of this stuff, you can hurt the book. Like you can, you, if, if you get a big enough number down in game, you can hurt a book as going just back and forth right now because of the way that that, you know, as you said, the, al- the algorithm is set for soccer, not basketball. Well, yeah. You know, the, I mean, again, I don't know how much you could hurt them because they're not going to let you continue to just middle them. That's what I mean. No, That's why you but have, saying, to if have you opportunities were, right. with other books and other numbers. And, right. You know, but they'll saying, let you if, play if you for a while. Allowed, but. If you were allowed to go and you were betting 50000 aside <laughs> and going done, 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 right? You know, in the, now I'm not worrying about anything. I'm making twenty k every game. 20000 20000 20000 20, Well, it has to fall in the middle. Otherwise but uh, but the arbitration is almost is almost impossible to lose. It's uh, if, if the game go if the game's gonna go, the only game I've gotten burned on in the entire tournament is St. Mary's, because St. Mary's I would they were catching ten and they end up losing by like twenty five or whatever it is. Right, the blowout kills you. Yep, the that blowout, was the yeah, one. Really happened once in this whole tournament mm-hmm. to me. Right. We had it happen once. Yeah, this, had this. this this has been very profitable as far as that goes. Yeah. It's really, it's a little bit harder to do in the NBA. Um, but there's a lot of lead changes in NBA too that, but not like, not the silly season. Like this is the silly season with the basketball. Right. We, we created a Bedarle, um, in hockey where you bet against the bad teams. I don't yeah. know what you would call it. Uh, you know, who's Wimbo doing Yama. that? Uh, Bear, Bear, Bear Mallings is all in on this at the moment. He's, he's every day putting in five to six team parlays against the bad teams in the NBA. Uh huh. Oh, and he's okay. crushing it. Oh, but yes, it's that same um, that same thought of wow. tank for the for the seven footer. We just had somebody named the Adam okay. underscore the Adam come in and say he's been banned from betting due to uh, doing this thing uh, from MGM and points bet already. <laughs> but on the plus side, my wife now has an MGM account. He said. <laughs> A lot of women, a lot of women are getting into the sports betting. I mean, it's very possible <laughs> how that happens. That loud. Come on now. What do you mean? What happened? What did I say? Did I say something? What oh, I say? him, not you. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Perry Adakis said facts, Dave. Uh, Tyler just came in and, and named this. Um, let's see. What did he just say? Tyler said this is now called uh, 
Hedging equals loss mitigation. I mean, is that a fucking lawyer term, Tyler? Yes. Like seriously? loss mitigation, hundred percent. Loss <laughs> is Tyler a lawyer on the side? I didn't I make know. Tyler for a lawyer. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler's going to be part of the roster. Ooh. We got to get this shit right. Periodakis is going to lead the charge for the young guys for the roster. We, we're building up a hell of a team here with this Let's thing, but it. you're absolutely right. Um, listen, guys, it's Monday. Everybody, breathe. You have all week to hedge, think about, do, we'll get to more as they come. Keep DMing Matt. In yeah. fact, anyone that DMs Matt, please hit the subscribe <laughs> button to the YouTube channel. It's like, where are you going? Matt, he's right. We don't say it enough. I'll <laughs> fucking say it every 10 minutes. I'm going to set a reminder on my phone. Right. We need to hit a thousand. You want to talk about Arbing? Yeah. We need to hit a thousand people subscribing to this YouTube channel one way yeah. or the other. It changes a lot from a, just, what, what just we can do. Just get the bots, whomever, just somebody go in in there. One of you college guys, go in there and tell your whole fraternity, <laughs> listen, we'll give them something. I don't know Pats. what yet. Just hit the subscribe button. Please. Right. Take that, care of that it. really help us. That's all. Okay, before we lose Sports Grid, I want to get this in. Every day this week. Close to losing Sports Grid yet. Relax. This is going to take a long time. Whoa, boy. Glasses time. This Go is going to take this is going to take time. Oh god. We're oh. going through each division with win totals. This yeah, is going to take is easy. This is going to take this is not easy. This, this is, this is they don't want five you to just, minutes. They want you to say and me to say why we think this, not just I have no idea. You have to I have no idea. Yes, why. you do. No, I don't. I literally just started right, the baseball work this weekend. Okay, I have MLB no idea. preview every day this week. We're going to preview a different division. Okay, we'll yes. double up on Friday because it's roll call Friday. So we'll yeah. double up and we'll do two divisions on Friday. Okay. Oh, which we're going to cut these for Friday. We're going to cut these and we're going to put them up like we did with the win totals for the NFL, which you can go back and watch how we broke down each team in the NFL, and you can go mm. back and watch it. So here's what we do. Today is the NL East. We'll do NL Central, and we'll go through all these teams the rest of the week until opening day coming up here on Friday. Okay. Starting with the NL East. The right. odds to win the NL East. Okay. DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, and points bet. Mets right now are just behind the Braves. That's why I'm uh -huh. wearing the Braves hat today. Uh-huh. To win the division. If you had to make a bet today on who mm -hmm. is going to win the division, mm -hmm. who would you bet? Who wins the NL East? I mean, the Braves is the obvious choice. Um, I don't know what the hell the Mets are going to do with this bullpen. There's no indication. Like, there's no one to go get. So I think they're. I, I think they're yet, down. Right. Right. Yet there will be. There will be people to go, to go get, but no you one's going to trade gonna their. Someone's going to suck in the closer. Who? They're going to get the Pirates closer. He's an all-star. He throws 100. He's a beast. And the Pirates are going to stink. I don't even want to think about it. But he's – yeah. So they're going to – I mean, the Mets and the Yankees have been taking the Pirates' best players for years. That's true. And, and just, you know, letting them play for something – more than they are playing for in Pittsburgh. So Darren Ruff got re oh the Mets just released Darren Ruff. That stinks. It's Why? A bad week, it's a bad week for Creighton people because Darren Why? Ruff was the one Creighton baseball player currently active in the in, mm. in Major League Baseball because Pat Ventetti uh, Ventetti is I think on Double A or Triple A, Mister Ambidextrous. This is a sad day for for oh for me it is I love Darren Ruff he's a good dude Mets mm. Mets 
designated for assignment today. He's going to the minors. Well, or if he accepts it, I don't know. It was a short tenure. He was, he was, they acquired him last summer at the trade deadline from the giants, but he really did not. He played really poorly this spring. So So like, so I saw this division on the rundown and I Mm -hmm. was like, this is, it's good that this is first because at least there's a couple teams that I would consider to bet like the, the odds there, you'll see them from a bunch of different books and whoever's watching the show and risk rooms everywhere. We can put your book up there. All you need to do is DM Matt or call me and we can talk about how we can put your book up there, but plus plus one ten or even money on the Braves pretty much consensus. And then the Mets right behind them at plus plus one seventy, plus one seventy five. That means they're the next closest competitor in the old card game. I used to play and that's the NCC. And then the Phillies, or surprisingly have value, but no Harper until at least August. Right. That's the question is, is can they keep themselves within striking distance and then they get Harper and they make a run? I think so. What do you make of the difference between FanDuel and DraftKings and the Marlins? That's a pretty significant difference in price. Yes. Somebody, somebody fired a a missile uh, on the Marlins (laughs) and DraftKings. (laughs) That can't be half the price. Unless somebody came in and said, all right, we're going to drop one on you and you're going to, and they took it. Right. I'm surprised it's that much lower because now you can't take another bet on it. And that's what they wanted. But maybe make, you know, maybe make the Mets plus 240. Like, you know, fire the Phillies at a five to one and see if you can go get some other money there. But then, you know, maybe you can't manage it. And I would have the Nationals at a million to one. <laughs> yeah. I would I would beg for every $10 bet on them to win the division right now that I could possibly get. So it's it's interesting. So so let's go to the Braves win total. And we'll go through each team here. Braves plus 110, even money to win the NL East. But their win total set at 95 and a half. Uh-huh. They're going to win 96 games. This seems high. That's the highest in baseball. This seems high. I know they have Freed, Strider, and Wright. Okay, I I, I get that, which is great. Right. It's phenomenal. But, I mean, here's the thing that we have to, when we're breaking these things down, just a quick reminder. Major League Baseball, you're only playing 13 games against your division this season. So you can't go in favor of that, are you? I hate it, but it's whatever. Why? Because I want to. Why do you always hate everything that baseball's doing? Because I want the Yankees and the Red Sox to play a ton. Of course you do. They didn't play enough. No, I want 13 is not enough. I want more. I want more times against the teams you're chasing. I want more head to heads because winning the division means something to me. And I want to play the team I'm chasing, play the team that I am trying to get directly in front of. Best way to do it is play them head to head versus having to scoreboard watch. I mean, shit, they played so many times, so many years, and we got to see every one of them because the the, the ESPN dis- disguised as the the, the, the <laughs> New Sox England Network. Boston <laughs> Channel Network showed every one of their damn Correct. games. Correct. Keep doing it. Please. Well, I need to see that shit nineteen times. Thirteen's hey, enough. It'll be. There's more a special. reason for it. Ratings were. For it, so they didn't. They weren't. You know, yes, they were. They wouldn't have kept doing. They wouldn't have done it otherwise. 
No, they do it anyway. They were good. No, disagree. The Red that. Sox were good. When the Red Sox were good, they're not good this year. Why would we want to see that many times? Because I'm not making changes for today or this year. We're making changes for now, for the future. This is a permanent thing. It's not just like an experiment. Of like, oh, let's see if we can do this. I mean, baseball is doing this for now 13 games. We're playing every team in the interleague, which I do not like. And what do you mean? You're not looking to forward to Pirates and A's? I can't wait for that series. Pirates, A's? I I what? wish interleague was fun, but now that we have the universal DH, I don't need it. Like, I don't need it. I'd rather go back to the way we just play the American League and you play the National League in the World Series. They're all playing on the same rules. We're all playing universal DH. Like, I don't, I don't need this. You play everybody and blah, blah, blah. I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I so like the mistake. You want to go back to just playing your own league? Yeah, I would. Now that both sides of the DH, yes, I would, because now when there's no more pitching. When did you turn into the 65-year-old old man? When, what, what are you I, talking about? I just think, to me, I just look at baseball as unique in so many things, and they're homogenizing everything with baseball. And I don't like it. I, 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 I want baseball to stay unique. And they're so desperate, like we talked about, they're so desperate to get the kid and the TikTok generation's attention that they're changing everything that uh, made baseball great. I got news for them. Those kids aren't coming anyway. Nope. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> but they, they don't, don't like want to give that up. They don't want to give that up. They want to try their hardest. You know, they want to put, you know, they, they think Mookie Betts can be, you know, on Nickelodeon type stuff. And they that's what they want. Like, I just disagree with it. And and so I, I lo- look, the DH pitcher should never hit. Period. Okay. I think it's dumb. I've always said it's been dumb. Pitchers don't need to hit. Now that the I National League, with that. I like pitchers hitting. I know. I know. Because the National League is 24 outs and the American League is 27 outs. And I can't stand that. It's a different game. So it's truth. It just is. It's, just, it's a different sport when you're playing it. You're changing the rules. So I want the same sport for both leagues. Now that we have it, I don't need to watch everyone play interleague and I don't need to give up my divisional games in order for the Red Sox. To go play the Rockies. I don't care. Like Red it, Sox it, Pirates. That's riveting. What are you talking about? Well, that's phenomenal. Yeah, must-see TV. Yeah. He's going to fly to Fenway for that. Stop the world. Let's watch that. You know, Let's watch the Red Sox and the Marlins. Yeah, I can't wait. Or the Nationals. Wow. Can't wait to watch these games. Riveting TV. So I'm just, I'm frustrated by it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm spitting in the wind. I'm not going to, I'm not going to win this. But when we're talking about win totals. Braves aren't going to go through their division and just hammer their division and take on the nationals. They're not going to go like 16 and three against the nationals. Now, don't you feel like the pressure to, if it's only 13 games, you got to go like, if you're one of these teams and your season win totals, 95 and a half. And I mean, what's the nationals? Is this the lowest in baseball? 58 and a half. Bad. Yeah. We'll get That's bad, bad. So yep. you got to go nine and four or better against these bad teams. And if you don't, you're going to be in trouble winning your division. You know, you used to get, I mean, the AL East used to benefit from the Orioles being shit mm-hmm. for a long time. And they mm-hmm. would go 16 and three against the Orioles. Red Sox you know? for years. That's how they won the wild cards multiple years, but just hammering the shit out of them. Right. Beat them. Like I said, beat them 13, you know, 15 and four, 16 and three. <laughs> I mean, Mike Shepard just came in the chat and said, how do you listen to all of Matt's crazy shit, Dave? Much respect to you, sir. <laughs> it's not crazy. My stuff's not crazy. It's, Sometimes it, it is crazy. There's a lot of people who agree with that point. A lot of people agree with me on that point as to where we are with baseball. On the schedule, 
I don't know if this is permanent either. You like to say these changes are like, oh, this is set in stone. Baseball just changed half the rules for this yeah, you year. Right. You have to let it go for a couple of years. <laughs> they might change, change it, it back next no, year. No, not schedule. Not the schedule. They won't. Oh, no. They invented a wild card after they, they did. Decided, you know what? We're going to throw another team in there. And but this has been coming, like, though. Before. That, but this was not like an overnight thing. This has been coming because the TV networks are asking for it. The networks, the you know, the Apple TV deals, the you know, they they want these types of marquee superstar on superstar standalone type games. Hockey's doing it. Hockey's, you know, hockey game of the week. Is hockey night in Canada. Tuesday nights is gonna be baseball night. There's gonna be a TBS game of the week every Tuesday and stuff. And so, there's a Thursday game on Apple TV, right? Or is it Friday? Week? Friday, Friday, night, Friday night, yeah. Apple TV week. That pre-game show. Yeah, we're so talking you, to some people about some things. I think they're trying to find something which again is okay, but they have to understand if they want kids to be interested in this, take your kids to games, Fair. Like, play the game, like go, go sign them up for baseball, go play catch. Like we used to do. And you go, huh, this is pretty cool. I like going to the games. Now you're interested. My daughter just said to me last night, daddy, Arizona state is playing UNLV Tuesday night at the ballpark at, at, at aviators ballpark. Can we go baseball? I was, Baseball. Yeah. I'm like, you want to go see the UNLV Rebels play Arizona State baseball? Baseball like, might be yeah, the I best love program. going to baseball games. You know, you know, the baseball program for UNLV might be the best one on campus. It's it's tremendous. They're Don't good. get me wrong, but really she, good. I mean, we know a couple kids on the team, so right. I think she wants to like, you know, see them play and stuff. But yeah, I I was going to the NIT quarterfinals or semifinals Tuesday night. I'm like, wait a second. I thought we were going to the basketball game. She's like, I'd rather go to a baseball game. She's the kids that you got to get to. You ain't changing the schedule. Don't matter. They don't care about that stuff. So all of that being said, Brave season win total. Every sharp guy in the world will play this under. They've been playing these 90s, mid to high 90 totals under for decades. If the teams, if they win a division, they're going over this number. So really? Yeah, if they win a division, what are they going to win? 96 to 98 games. Yes. I don't know. They could win 91, 92 and still win the division, I think. This division? Yep. These guys might beat each other up. At Braves pitching is, I mean, they did it without Acuna. Acuna got hurt. They they, they won, right? Yeah, but the Mets pitching is really, I mean, could be as good. It could be stellar. I mean, their bullpen's a problem, but not their starting pitching. Their starting pitching is almost as old as me and you. Okay, but it's, it doesn't mean it's going to be bad. I mean, if one injury occurs there, look at that starting rotation. Scherzer and Verlander at the top is amazing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Rasco right behind it. That's what I mean. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I think, listen, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. The, the bet that, you know, You'll hear the sharp people, the gambling, Twitter, whatever. They'll be under on Braves, under. I don't know about the Mets. What's the Mets number? So let's go to the Mets. So you've got this Mets team at 95 and a half. 95 and a half. For the Mets. 93 and a half. So 93 and a half. Sorry, yeah. 93 and a half. 93 and a half. Again, it was. This is boomer bust. Nine and a half. This is boomer bust, right? This is boom or bust year? Yeah. This is this is either it all works out or it all blows up. 
It's already blown up with Diaz, right? You so, you, Boston guys, like like you, the guys that live in cities that they're used to just competing in baseball, every year is boom or bust. And then you got people that live in the Midwest or the Mid Atlantic. I forget what you said. What Pittsburgh was? It can we ain't won since nineteen seventy nine, and we've had two good teams since. Like yeah, we're talking. We we, we play for fucking rings. We don't play for fun. <laughs> this is want to make the playoffs. Man. We play for we play for the chip. We play for the ring. You go and re- you go go try to win the whole damn thing. No one's trying to be eighty-one and eighty-one and be like, "Oh gosh, that was fun." Like, no one's trying to do that. Trying to win it. Period. It's professional sports. Did you win it? Yes or no? That's your answer. If you didn't, move on. I I don't do the moral victory thing in baseball. Different mentality. I, I just I just don't do it. I had the best team in football in, 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 in basketball. I got the best team in hockey. Oh, my baseball team. Just don't fucking remind the me. The bar is high for oh. the Red Sox. Okay. Got four. We're not on the AL East. It's in five years. We're on the Mets. Five years. Stop talking about the AL East right now. We'll get to it later. Mets under. You like it under? Braves under. Mets under. Braves under. Mets under. Okay. Well then. Who's going over in this division? You can't pick all five under Matthew. Mm-mm. I like the Marlins. <laughs> I like the Marlins over. I, I bet it last year. I'm going to bet it this year. How'd it work out for you last year? I lost last year. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that bet last year. Yeah, Lindemann was all over them. I mean, he I'm going to bet him again. Alcantara. Alcantara. On the seventy, I mean, we'll, we'll get to them in, in, in a second. Phillies are eighty-eight and a half. Young for a lot of people, that was good. Phillies eighty-eight and a half. Phillies eighty-eight and a half. This is the right number. I can't bet this. Let's win ninety, Philadelphia. That's 86, 87, 88, 89. This is going to take like one or two games. This is going to be a, a sweat to like the final day. All the way to the end. Yeah, this is this is all the way fun. to the end. This is anxiety, and you know. And acids needed. Wow. DJ and 4TW said Mets under. Bad, bad, bad. I agree. Bad. I don't think bad, Mets but I think under. I think under. I think there's too much hype. The Diaz thing, it's just, it's just already bad, bad juju going on with that. Wow. Um all right. Let's ask, let's ask the chat right now. Okay. Philadelphia Phillies. We got a high number of people right now. 88 and a half. Ove. O-V-U-N. Put it in their chat right now. Phillies. I want it over. Listen, that was exciting last year. The Phillies getting in late. Yeah. We bought some exacta tickets. We had some gigantic numbers. <laughs> they win the first series. We're like, hello, we're live. Hello, we win the second series. We got a shot at a big cash. Nope. Oh, we were so close again. But we hedged. I had to bet the fucking Astros. It's a, it's fine. I did what I had to do. <laughs> Listen, it's never personal. It's yep. just business. That's what Michael said in Godfather, and he was fucking right. Jason from Casey, perfect. hold on a second. We'll get to Patrick Corbin and the Nats in a second. Whoa, it's a whoa, favorite, whoa, whoa, It's a favorite whoa. fade of the year for what me. What the hell's happening right now? Everyone likes over. Ove, 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 Ove. Mets are cursed. Akbar, my guy. Mets are cursed. We're not talking about the Mets. Mets will always met. <laughs> Mets were always met. People <laughs> love to take shots at the Mets. They really do. It's not hard. It's punching <laughs> down. It's not hard. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's the Mets. So, so bad. 
it's not hard. It's, you know, it's beating up somebody who can't defend themselves. There's some late guns. Marlins right. over under 75 and a half wins. It's high. I Why think, so high? I think because I think they're going to win 80. Are they 500? I think they're going to be close. Yeah. Everyone thinks 81 is 500. Yep. Everyone thinks it's not enough. You know, Rogers 80 and a half. You would still bet over. Look, they're going to pitch. Okay. The question is what happened last year to them is that they couldn't score. I was watched a ton of their games two to one. I mean, they were awesome to a nerfy, right? No run in the first inning. They became a huge, you know, huge bet. Whenever Sandy was pitching, it was automatic nerfy. And you just got involved with, the Marlins in these unders, these first five unders, these game unders. I mean, Sandy would pitch in the first five under was three and a half. It was always the first five total was three and a half. And yeah. so sometimes it was two and a half, depending on who the other pitcher was. It was ridiculous. Correct. So, like, I think if you look at where the Marlins are lacking, they need their offense to finally come through. And these younger bats they've got, and they've been waiting for these guys to do it. I bet it last year, hoping they would happen. Didn't happen. Maybe it's this year that it happens, and they actually score some runs. Get Mattingly out of there, and now they score runs? Yeah, maybe. Not impossible. Uh, one of our one of our Paisano friends, Eric Prezano, just came in to chat and said, the Mets will always have 1986 suck it, Matt. That's true. And I have <laughs> and I have four since. See what you did, Prezano? <laughs> so, like, you can have 86. Here you go. Let it go. Hey, the Bears, how'd that work out for you? Oh. I got six. <laughs> like you can have 86. I don't give a fuck. Bring up 86. I'm good. <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I'm set. As I've said, I'm oh, set. God. All right. You bring up whatever you want about 1986 and the Red Sox and the Patriots. And I will, I'm fine. I'm going to give you the 10 year old in me here. And I'm taking the adult in me with 10 combined championships for the other two teams. 10. 10. How many you have Chicago? How many you have? Hey, Mets, how many you have? Since how many of you played for since? How about that? <laughs> I mean, one, see what you did, Prisano. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, though. And you and lost the like you, button while you're here. You couldn't even beat the Yankees, you couldn't even beat the, the, the crosstown team, you couldn't even beat them. You <laughs> lost to the team that owned you. Your big brother smacked you around in the World Series. Oh, god. Oh. Somebody, anybody beat the fucking Bruins, please. This is going to just be fucking, this is going to be a long fucking summer. Oh, I would love to oh, oh. see like who could the Bruins play in the Western conference that I might be able to go and watch. Like if it's Vegas, it would be unfreaking believable. I told you if it's Boston in Vegas, we're going to every game home and away. Yeah, we got to hold your mother. We'll <laughs> fix the room. We'll sleep on the floor. I don't give oh, a yeah. shit. Yeah. We're coming. We need a place to crash. Oh, yeah. Because we ain't going to be sleeping much. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to have people to see, things to do, content to shoot. We're going to have a lot of things happen. Lindemann and put us up an encore. We'll just go and hang out at the casino for a week <laughs> to walk in. We can walk to the garden. That's not or a bad idea. Or take a boat, actually. You wouldn't walk. You take a boat from encore to the garden. That's really not a bad idea. See? <laughs> okay. That's fine. I All mean, right. just go go stay at the casino. All right. and go well, maybe hang we, out. Maybe and- we can root for the maybe we can root for the Bruins to get to the Stanley Cup, and then we'll we'll see who they play. Bruins Golden Knights would be unbelievable, and it's possible. It's not out of the realm. Oh my God, Bruins in four. Nationals under. <laughs> 
flip the graphic and get the hell out of <laughs> Nationals, here. Nationals for 58. What are we going to talk about the Nationals? I mean, Corbin, Casey, Corbin, Casey want us to talk about the Nationals no, for real? Because we're going to bet against the Nationals as much as possible this year. They're going to lose Therefore, at we're minimum. We're going to lay some wood. They're going to lose at minimum 110 games. 110, Matthew. That's this a is, your this, math is terrible. No, it's not. Not many teams lose 110 games. Okay. They're, 110 they're, means they win 52. Yeah. 52. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go through the history and see how many times teams only win 52. They're really, punch. really, really bad. They are going to be terrible. You see the starting rotation. Yes. I looked at it last night. I was like, this can't be. Opening day, monster fade. Tell you. Is it worth it? Because they just won a World Series in 2020. Did they not? Of course it's worth it. Yes. I mean, it's ownership is the, bigger, is the bigger problem. But yes, of course it's, it's worth it. They just, they've watched so many talented players. Strasburg, Scherzer, Turner, Soto. I mean, how many guys are they going to watch walk away? <laughs> Akbar said, skip the Nats. <laughs> No, because from a betting perspective, don't skip the Nats because watch and who and see who pitches. So, I mean, 100%, you know, come opening day, you know, you know, you, you, I mean, 100% betting against Nationals opening day. Probably over too. So um, they're playing Atlanta. Patrick Corbin, Patrick Corbin against Max Freed. The, the total team total for the Braves. Hammer it. <laughs> Hammer it. What the hell? Is that in Atlanta? Nope. It's in Washington. Oh, we might get a bargain on that. One o'clock day game. Still going to be almost $2, $2 favorites, right? right? Yeah, but team total over is probably minus like 200 on the road opening day. National suck. Can it? They're so bad. I know, but it's still baseball. Yeah. Oh, my God. On opening day. And then it's going to be. Um, Let's see. Those are all spring training games. We don't have the numbers yet up. That's too bad. For, for, for Ante got to take off. Ante's out. Have a nice day. Have a nice day, Ante. Appreciate Jake it, Mark my friend. Said, Let's be honest. The only thing he cares about with the Nats is what the record is on the run line. We're going to take them against on the run line a lot. Over, over and over. fees running the first inning on the run line. Patrick Corbin is a beautiful, beautiful fade for the rest of the season. When he is pitching, every yes, overs, team totals, overs, Yurfies, all of it. When Patrick Corbin's present, like it's just a betting, it's a great betting team. Nats are a phenomenal team to fade. They're going to be one of those teams that you just absolutely bet against all year long. So, there is our NL East preview. NL Central tomorrow. We'll get to the Pirates and the like. Another team, Yurfy Nerfy Fun Fest with the Pirates. NL Central's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We'll do that tomorrow, and then I know what West. I'm already, but man, oh man, it's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> we'll do that tomorrow here. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow. If you guys are on YouTube and Twitter, time for bonus BVB extra time here. Do not move. Okay, let's bonus get- BVB. I love it. Oh, we can really let it loose. Oh, right. so I have known this author since I was a freshman in college. <laughs> Matt Botor is an unbelievable guy, and I was rolling when I saw this headline and I saw this article on MassLive.com. 
He said it was a crass money grab and an insult to Connecticut fans <laughs> to have the Carolina Hurricanes wear this. I love Maddie. So this oh, is is this sarcasm or this is truth? This is truth. Maddie does no sarcasm. Yeah, no sarcasm. Serious? I was dying. Yeah, I, I, was like, I read it in a different tone. He said that the, 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 his lead is you almost have to admire the obnoxious opportunism of the Carolina Hurricanes. How old is this is this gentleman? Matt is you say 47. Yes. Oh, he's two, okay. He's so he's two, years, two years ahead of me. He was, okay. he was two years older than me at UMass when I was there. I've spent many a late night talking sports with Matt Voltor over the years. Is he cynical? Yes, <laughs> but everybody in the media in Boston is. Everybody in New England oh, is cynical. People, I mean, these people in Boston, you really got a tough life. Like, you hate everybody. He, said, he's a, he, he, wrote, he, he writes, on Tuesday at the TD Garden, the Hurricanes will wear Hartford Rail uniforms, those beautiful old gold and green classics. Wait a second, they're Olympic. wearing them in Boston, too? Yeah. Uh-huh. When they play the Bruins, it's being sold as, quote, honoring their history, but they're not fooling anybody. It's a cheap promotion that insults the fans who used to root for the team in those jerseys. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, it's so good. It's just so I can't, good. I mean, wearing them at home makes sense. They're going to take them on the road? No. So this article is written in 2019. I'm just putting it up for a joke. So this is just the last Ooh. time. This is, this is the last time that they wore these uniforms. But I'm bringing it up just to show you where how I felt looking at these uniforms when I saw them, when I put this up. I just conjured up memories for you. Yes. I told you this. I told you the start of the show. You told me, but then tell the people. I told on the start of the show. I told you when I put this game on all of a sudden, I was like, I was a pissed off 10 year old. I hate the Hartford Whalers. I've hated the Hartford Whalers for what did they ever do to you. That's not fair. They're in Hartford and they played the Bruins. And they were one of the just biggest rivals. Really These don't like Connecticut. This the is Bruins bullshit. and the Montreal Canadiens and the Bruins and the Hartford Whalers. Bitter the rage. most violent fights I have ever seen oh. in my life. Oh, it was in such my a, life. It was an absolute joy to watch as a hockey kid and a hockey guy. Yep. I loved watching the Adams division battles. Don't forget Buffalo too. the Sabres. They used to bring guys too. To battle, that was they a division. Did. They were oh, between the three of those teams, like oh, it was great. But they wore it again yesterday, and everyone and I went, wait, wait, wait. Now I will say this: it conjured up such emotion for me that I actually think that they should be forced to wear it every time they play the Bruins, because it would be awesome just to get that memory <laughs> of hating on. Because the the Carolina Hurricanes are just like they're too nice. They're right. wonder, it's hard to hate. They're wonder bread. They're just like, they're uh -oh. just blah. Like they're just like, there's nothing, uh -oh. there's nothing there. The Carolina hurricanes don't because of they play in Raleigh, which it's gorgeous. I love the research triangle. I love my time there. I loved, I was offered many jobs to work over there. I know all about that area in North Carolina. Hey, right now it's an unbelievable town, but from a hockey perspective and from a like, who are they perspective? I have no fucking clue who the heart for the, who the Carolina hurricanes are. They're a really good hockey team, really good hockey team, but I have no idea who they are. There's no identity. Like I know who the Blackhawks are. I know who the penguins are. I know who the Canadians are. Like I know historically who they are. I don't yeah. know who the hurricanes are. They've been there long enough. There should be, there should be an identity. Rod Brendamore is a great coach, 
but like there's no identity for the hurricane. No, okay, no identity. You called them Wonder Bread, and that's it, what it is. It's, there's nothing there. It's just like it's just people like Wonder Bread, of course. First but of like all. you can't not like Wonder Bread. You can't dislike this the hurricanes. Is, this is right. It's very hard to find that. Like I don't like this team. Right. Even when going back to 2006, I had the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup. And I went to Edmonton in game three. I should have gone to the games in Carolina too because we had tickets to the games. We just didn't want to take the trip. And I had two little little kids' babies at home. And my wife was like, you're not going to a fucking hockey game right now. So she was right. But I couldn't even like them, dislike them then because – and I had a ticket against them. I was like, eh, you know – they're really playing hard. Like they're a good team. Like they skate well. Like the same shit you're saying now. They right. got good goalies. They're they're good. The fans look like they're pretty excited. They do that thing after the game where they they, they did all the, that's cool. I, I've always liked that. That's cool. neat. Yeah, that's neat. You know, I'll be leading the charge if it's Kane's Bruins. Like like you said it last night when we spoke. Sign us up for that for the for the Eastern Conference Finals. Like that's going to be some good hockey games. Seven seven games like that. That was Bruins were up three to one. Two goals in the third period. Bruins won in a shootout. Fun stuff. Yeah, Fun twenty thousand screaming caniacs, brother. That's their identity. JPC fourth. It is, but it's the same thing like with Tampa. Like there's probably there's like there's twenty thousand fans in Tampa at their games and there's twenty five thousand fans fucking period. Like there's twenty thousand fans in, in who are Curry Hurricanes. There's twenty five thousand fucking fans period. There's like there's not a lot. Like there's not this like overwhelming number of people who you see like you don't go to Carolina and get nonstop hurricane gear. Excuse me. Like you just don't see that. Okay. Same thing with like Tampa. You go to Tampa. They've won you know cup three play with three cups in a row. But like you bump into ever bump into a lightning fan, like you just like bump into lightning fans. Like unless you're not in Tampa or at a game, you don't see lightning fans. It's just not like everywhere. Then you you go to Vegas. I got guys who haven't gone to a game with Vegas Golden Knights plates here. Like it's just a different mentality in terms of well, there's more stuff to do down there. Okay, fine, that's true. But don't tell me that like there's twenty thousand caniacs going ballistic. Okay, it's a hard place to play. I'm not saying it's not it's an easy place to play. You're uh, saying there's no identity of the Hurricanes. Connor Winsky, first of all, he says he has a hat that would go perfect with this jer- jersey. Oh. If you do, that would be awesome. There's well, a, there's a site that started jersey. following me called Royal Retros. Yep. Yesterday, they have a whole Hartford Wheeler collection of stuff, which I jokingly said on Twitter yesterday, I'll take one of everything. And immediately Royal Retro started following me back on the Twitter. So we're going to have to have a discussion about (laughs) some stuff. Second of all, um, (laughs) um, Austin Nakbar just came down and said, uh, our bread sponsor opportunities are now limited to Sarah Lee and, uh, Thomas's bagels after you've besmirched Wonder Bread. So uh, we're, we're down to, I mean, maybe wheat bread or something I'm glu- else. I, I'm gluten-free, so I'm good. <laughs> so I can't even eat the white bread. I can't eat Wonder Bread, so we're good. I can't even eat Wonder Bread. I stopped so. eating years ago. I never liked it. I mean, <laughs> people, put it in the chat. This is a BVB after hours bonus time question. Mm. Do you like white bread? Yes or no? I think we get more no's. Yeah, it's hard more. to like it. I mean, it's it's a kid thing. It's cut like off, you cut off the uh, cut off the crust, and it's a kid thing. You know, it's a, it's a kid peanut butter and jelly. Did you thing. cut the crust off? I did not. 
No. Never. And I, I, well, my friends all did. I just never did it in my house. And I remember going over to my friend's house and I watched the, their mom cut the crust off. I was like, what the heck are you doing? Why are you cutting the crust off? <laughs> like, oh, it tastes better. It does? What huh? the? It falls apart. Cuts like, the crust off. Yeah. My mother would have been like, I'm not cutting the crust off. Eat the, that's all you get. Right. That's all you get. Take you're going to, you're going to throw away the crust. You eat yeah. everything. Amen to that. So we're talking about potential matchups for the Bruins. Yep. The Kings are on fire, and yet oh. they're not catching the Vegas Golden Knights. This is kind of nuts. We looked at that shit yesterday. That was that was incredible. I think I mean, Kings had so I could- the Vegas Golden Knights currently right now have 98 points. The LA Kings have just are on the hottest streak in their history. Franchise record, a point in 12 straight games. And yet there's still two points back of the Knights who have gone eight and two over the last 10 games. But they're only two points back. Correct. But you figure this, you go. This and could get a all point. still flip. They could. But a point in 12 straight games, normally you feel like you caught, you'd catch somebody. Ain't that who something? You're, who you're right? chasing. Yeah. <laughs> and they haven't caught him yet. That's brutal. What do you think? There's, do you think more people like white bread than, than don't? This looks pretty even. I'm just going down the chat right now. I don't know. I would say it's one of those situations where wonder bread we're talking about versus white bread. There's different types of white bread than wonder bread. It was a simple question. Don't make it harder than this, please. Kings have the best value right now from a futures perspective. That's our friend PSU Auto, Chris Auto, coming in, coming in the chat. And I saying, can't really hate on agree that. With that. I mean, of all the teams, I don't know if I'd say like of any in the West, in the West, in the West, to win the West or to win the Cup, both, either or. 27 to one at FanDuel to win the cup. It is. Um, There's see. some insane, insane prices. Um, exact prices on the king. 850 to win the West. I don't know. I still think the wild at nine to one is a better value than the Kings. Had a wild path, maybe a little more difficult. Although they could win a division now, you said, right? They're, they're in the, they, they're the one, spot. they're the one seed. We, the we one go seed. to the, go to that now. Yeah. Kraken are playing the wild. They're the one seed. Like out of nowhere, the Minnesota wild just were like, hi, we're now leading the, the whole conference. Like oh, I looked at that last night. I was like, how the hell did that happen? I know. Just sneakily, just putting together wins, slowly stacking chips and points. And now bam, they're six, one and three over the last 10 games. <laughs> and they have 93 points. I just looked at Austin's on a roll today. I'm going to have to reach out to Austin. We got to get this guy hat too. Um, don't offend smuckers. If we can get discounts on those delish, horrible for you, uncrustables and Matt ruins it. I'll be pissed. <laughs> those things are garbage. Crustables They're are so garbage. Fucking bad. They're so bad. What are you talking hey. about, dude? Crustables are horrible. Oh, I mean, the kids won't even eat them. No, I'm my daughter won't eat them. Kids, when they like, were younger, to eat them, yeah. they're like, I ain't eating those no more. My daughter's like, see you later. I want yeah, no part I of that. I can't have uncrustables. Oh, you can't do oh, it. Man. That's not, no thanks. That's, that's those much. things are bad, bad. Yeah. Cracking against the wild tonight. Wild delaying minus 130. Yeah. <sighs> It's a hell of a hockey game, is it not? It is. It's a very good game. It's down to minus 114, minus Ooh. 120. Crack, Kraken are 24, 9, and 4 on dog. the road this year. Dog, dog, dog. Dog. Right? It's got to be dog. It's first I mean, dog. 24 wins. Vegas is 24, 7, and 5. On and road. Seattle on, on the road. road. 
on the road. And Seattle is 24, 9, and 4. Those are the two best teams in the Western Conference on the road. Could they play each other in the first round? In the first round? Um, Seattle? Seattle? No, Seattle's got to play one of the division winners. Well, yeah, which, which will be either the Knights or the Wild right now. So, yes, Vegas could play Seattle. That's probably then, six or seven game, or that could go either way. And Minnesota as well. Yeah, I would want to play Seattle. As one of the division winners, you're going to get no bargain out of them. And it's it's really oh. the same. It's the same conversation with whoever plays the Devils. Like, the Devils have the best record Rangers, on the road. Devils is headed to – that's yep. what the matchup's going to be. Yep. twenty six Absolute war. And we're going to have to hear about it nonstop because the media center of the world's New York. Well, look, it's 26, six and four on the road. Devils 22, eight and six on the road. Rangers. It's like you, you take home court, home ice. No, you take home ice. No, you take home ice. Like no one's going to want to play at home. They'll want to play on the road because they're so good. Both teams are so good on the road. So, and it'll be interesting because the fan bases will travel back and forth. So it won't be a true home environment for either team when they play. So that's going to be, that's going to be a ball. I'm with you cracking tonight. I like them. Ottawa in Florida. What did your odd screen say for the total in this game? Because FanDuel finally gave it to us. Pre-game seven and a half. Well, it's it's painted pretty much seven flat, but there's some already over minus 15s, which would lead FanDuel making the preemptive strike to say, fuck it, move it to seven and a half and let them bet under. Minus one seventy to the under. Now see, now that's that's. I mean, move it back to seven. <laughs> Minus like one seventy. What's the purpose of that? I don't know. I want to go in there with seventeen thousand and say, yeah, you know what? I want to bet. I want to bet under seven and a half right now. If you want to make me lay <laughs> one seventy, I wish I could do it because that's absurd. It like you, I, I, you're supposed to bet under seven flat, right? Like you can't lay under one set, but I want to do it. Just to make them know that, like, you can't do that. That's just egregious pricing. And I'm going to come in. I'm going to buy that bad price and make sure you don't do that again. The plus is plus 138. Game's going over, is it not? It is going over. More on that here in Who a second. Who in the hell wants this under, though? That's why they tell you. I mean, but, you like, cannot. You I'd are, rather leave it flat yeah, and no let way. people bet under minus 110 because they ain't going to bet minus 170. Right. Basketball tonight, game of the night, Denver against Philly. It was the game of the night, and B's not playing. Is Harden playing? Probably not. So then, yeah, this is all Denver. So they're punt. I mean, it's the last game of the road trip. The reason why I bet this last night was I anticipated this. I was like, wait a minute. It's the last game of the road trip. It's also the last time the Sixers will play in a time zone that's not the central or eastern time zone this season. So they're in the mountain time zone. Last game of a roadie. They go back home and they only have like four road games the rest of the year. Why would you play Harden? And really, why would you play Embiid unless you want to do the head-to-head Embiid versus Jokic matchup for the MVP? Right. So I was like, chances are Harden's not playing and Embiid could potentially not play. Is seven and a half too light for Denver? How many times we got to talk about this, both on the show and off the air? These injury plays are bullshit. It is bullshit, but the Denver Nuggets just beat the Bucks with Giannis by 20 in their last game. They saw them coming, huh? That was one of those ones like, <laughs> hey, we'll see you guys in June. Yeah. That's the next time we'll see you. And remember remember what it's like when you got to come here. 
And it could be part two here with Philly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. I thought for sure Embiid would play just to ice the ice the MVP, MVP like, right? You know, yeah. lock it up, go go head to head, score thirty five, win or lose, you make yourself the favorite, clear cut favorite. He already is betting favorite, but the voting favorite. Right. And instead, you're going against the you know the guy who's won it twice, and you're going to sit. I hope he's okay. I mean, it just seems silly. Um. I don't know. This, this, I, I would, I would bet Philly. But you know, if it was our book again, we would need Philly. That's fine. Vol Van Dan says that's why we need a sports book. We don't. We're not booking the games. We're making that perfectly clear. No, thank you. So the Kings can not only just light the beam tonight, but the Kings can clinch a playoff berth with a win over Minnesota tonight. How about that? First time since 2006, the Sacramento Kings that? will be in the playoffs with a what win tonight, the and they control their own destiny to do it. Do you but like? Do you I like, like? I like the Kings tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Hard not to, right? Yeah, I like the Kings tonight. Line's only five, sir. Yep, I know. But maybe money line it. I mean, maybe do a Denver, uh, do a Denver Kings money line parlay. That's plus one or two, even money. Take them both. Don't don't take the don't take the point spread in either one. Denver, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. What's that pay? That ain't even, a bad idea. Even, even money. money. Yeah. Even money. Yeah. Huh. That ain't like a bad it. idea, P-Roll. So I like where you're at with that. I like yeah. that. I like both those teams. Don't play around with the point spread, as Kendall said. Point spreads are stupid. Point and then finally. How many points do I have to give you to take the Detroit Pistons tonight against the Bucks? Because currently it's 17 and a half. It's down to 13, sir. Oh my God. Who's not playing? I don't know. What? I guess the entire Milwaukee Bucks team. <laughs> Holy 13 at Fandle. Wow. Four and a half points of value for, of movement since we've been on the air. I think someone is having a very enjoyable time putting up these overnights. I'm just, just for the hell of it. Up. Putting up seven, 17 and a half is, is excessive. That is, I don't care who it is. That is excessive in an NBA basketball game. Beyond extra. Right? But yeah, <laughs> but they got to send it. They got to send these out because these books that aren't doing their own work and just putting up what the overnight says, it's a couple of places are putting it up. And guess what's happening? Some people are betting it because. Mm. 17 you saw 17 and a half this morning yeah that's a football spread i couldn't believe it i was like wait a minute i mean i was gonna answer your question with i mean if i have to bet this i'm taking i'm not laying i don't i you know and now that i know that half the team's not playing i'd probably want to i mean this could be a lay 10 take 17 and a half you know type situation build the middle yeah you know, this 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 silly season, man. These last few weeks of NBA are tough. Reason number two million why I'm glad I'm not in the book, right? Because you know the college basketball guys would come in and go, "Oh, I'm good." You know, you got the NBA, you've had it all season. Like, please do right. it now. This is when it's really hard. Better to book it time. Let's get it to it. Bedard lay. There are two ways of playing the Bedard. Lay I love today. this. This is this is a BVB exclusive. Yep. For those of you in the content space, as well as um, anyone else listening, please give us the props. I never heard this before. Our show, BVB our audience, are the, the BVB created Bedard lay tanking Bedard lay. for Bedard. Three teams are playing tonight that are just god awful. 
Montreal. So explain to me before you give the teams you are playing on with this. Why did you not include the third team, Arizona? Because I think three leg parlays just ask you for trouble. Ew. I bet them both. I missed. I didn't bet them for the juice. Oh. I, I didn't bet them. I just asking a third leg. I think you're getting. You're asking to get burned on a three legger versus a two legger. It's even. It's plus one hundred two. It's basically even money on a two leg. I don't need to worry about Arizona doing something nuts. So again, the teams that are out of it that we're fading. San Jose, Chicago, Anaheim, Arizona, Columbus, and Montreal. Even though Montreal is not officially eliminated, they pretty much are. Right. Three, five, and two over their last 10 games. They okay. suck on the road. Yep. They're not good at home either. They're on the road at Buffalo tonight. Yeah. Montreal is 321 and three straight up on the road. So we're going Buffalo money line, Colorado money line, Colorado against Anaheim tonight. Who is 12, 21, and three at home in Colorado, who is still chasing the wild. They need these games. They're a point behind the wild for the first in the central and the number one seed overall. Still chasing the biggest golden knights for that. They are 20, 12, and five. Sorry, 23, 11, and one on the road. Eight and two last 10. They won two in a row, Colorado. Oh. Betting and are booking it. Av Savers. Moneyline parlay. Boy, this Buffalo scares me. Buffalo scares you against Montreal. Yeah. Why? Somebody That's just the, came in the chat and said Tage Thompson is likely out. Doesn't matter to me. He's one of their best players. He is. He is their best player. Bedard Lay or Bedard Lay? I say Bedard Lay. They want me to drop the D. I'm not dropping the D. His name is Bedard. I vote with the brigade. Bedard Lay. I like Bedard Lay. It's an extra D, not necessary. <laughs> Bedard Lay. It rolls. It flows. Always, it's an extra easy. D is always unnecessary in my world. <laughs> What's my first initial? Dave. D. D. Yes. <laughs> oh, that sounded like a shot, mother. <laughs> um, no, you just didn't understand I think, the joke. <laughs> not, please. I tried. <laughs> We're on bonus buy time. It. We're on bonus oh, time. We're on bonus time. That's right. That's fine. That was good. <laughs> I heard it. I was like, oh, what did he just do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're good. We're in bonus time. Bonus time. We're all good. Um, Colorado's beating Anaheim. No yep. question. I'm surprised you didn't use Edmonton. but I'm Because Arizona scares the shit out of me. See, I think I'm less scared by Arizona in this spot than actually taking Buffalo in this spot. Oh, why? Buffalo's playing for something still. They're not dead. They're dead. No, they're not. I disagree with you and Auntie. I don't think they're dead at all. They're right. still live. They have 76 points, okay? To catch your Pittsburgh Penguins, they're only six points behind. Pittsburgh's playing Boston. Pittsburgh's got games they're going to lose. Buffalo's not dead for the wild card. I don't even know what to say to you right now. I have so many you things. Know right. just kept coming in my head. You know I'm right. There's only one <sighs> team between the Sabres and right, the Penguins. I'll book it. I'll book it. I'll book wow, it. I'm that's worried nuts. about Buffalo. I'm worried about crazy. Buffalo. Over seven, Florida and Ottawa. I got minus 110 last night on this. What it is right now. Oh, it is? Okay, good. Minus 110. Seven and a half. It's early books. Or, or minus 115. Or it's starting to inch up. Okay. Um, Over. Better. Yeah. <laughs> so the Ottawa Senators are 10 and 0 to the over in their last 10 games at home. How did our B squared play do on Friday, by the way? Cashed. Do you remember? 
damn, I like when that shit happens. Cast Florida eight and two over their last 10 on the road to the over. It's at worst a push. Gentlemen and lady, because it's singular, I think, in the chat. I haven't even seen her today, but uh, we may not have any. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, over or under, are you betting this or booking over seven? Seven. Everybody would tell me, oh, Dave, they can't put seven up in the NHL. Dave, you don't know what you're talking about. Dave, that's too high. Those games go, when you see a seven, you have to bet under. Bullshit. Over. What do you guys say in the chat? Bonus time, BVB. Mikey, if you come in and say ODU, seriously, for this one, just can you put OV or on, please, one time? I mean, you can put ODU in there, too, but over on. What are we doing? OV, 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 OV. Book it, book it, book yeah. it. Book wow. it. Wow. Book it? They don't like us? It's fine. They can say that. The brigade don't like this. I just told you Ottawa's 10-0 to the over at home. They're not listening to the show, obviously. It's fine. It's fine. What the can, fuck? I'm good. I told you. I like. I don't like it when everybody says Perry Dawkins. I like when, when when no one likes my bets. This is good. I hate when people like my bets. Oh. I rather when they hate it. It always hits. People don't. When people don't like it, it hits. Mike, you also just put over du. That's awesome. <laughs> Sabers, Abs, Oilers, Bucks, and the Knicks. A combination of who wants to be the number one pick. Fade them all. One ticket. Five leg money line parlay. They're all Save. playing tonight. Yeah, they're all playing tonight. Bucks oh, and Knicks. Yeah. God. Savers. Oh. So I've done I've done Savers and the Avs, and I've done Savers, Avs, and Oilers. Savers with a B. Savers, Savers. 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 Yeah. Savers. Sorry. Savers. Savers. Savers three times. <laughs> Sorry. Savers. Are you Bonus tired time. or what? Yes. <laughs> you gotta exhausted. go teach in a couple yes. hours. Two hours, oh, yes. Shit. I'm exhausted. I'm going uh, to the fields. Kylie got a double header today. It's my best oh, thing about today. Gorgeous day outside. It's freezing. No, it warmed up, didn't it? Oh, no. it's fifty. No, it's fifty out. It's fine. No wind. Fifty and no wind is awesome here. Fifty and wind's the worst. If it's windy, it sucks. Uh, and then finally, we're going Denver minus five up against Philly. I got five last night. Oh, you got the CLV, baby. <laughs> There's no Might reason why this bet should not win. Best team Zero at home. reason why, which is why I'm going to book it. Yep. Game fair. falls four. Fair. It's, it's possible. One of those ones we're talking about tomorrow going, how in the fuck did they know? Agreed. What if no. I, I, oh, God. It may fall five, but yeah, right. five, five, five and a half. It's going to fall around. Well, the no, no, there. no. It's going to fall six. If it's going to win, you're going to, because the, the, the CLV, you know, People will be all over this one. Yeah. Got to play them early. You got to have that CLV. And we did, and you win, and everyone else loses. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kraft just said he wants Belichick to break Don Shula's record, and, but, quote, it's very important to make the playoffs next year. Oh, boy. Interesting. Okay. That, was that a, a shot across the, the bow? If you don't make it, you might kind of have a, to say goodbye. It's, it's bow, by the way. There's no bow on a boat, it's the bow of a boat. Bow. Bow. Not not bow. The bow. Bow. Yes, not the bow. That's bow of the boat. Is that was it, is that a warning shot? Did he tell him? Hey, <laughs> yes. Bill. I, think it's, I think it's a warning shot. Yes. I think that that's a uh uh he got a lot of fucking nerve, that guy. Robert Kraft? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Bill flies what Bill wants he, fly, to he flies to Florida to go see certain people, you know? Yeah, he's got a lot of nerve. 
<laughs> it's an interesting cat. Favorite thing about today is what? Subscribing for alone, people. Tell your friends, <laughs> please. Um, favorite thing about today is this, as I'm going right from here, straight to the fields. Kylie's got a doubleheader. She had a traveled uh, two-game, four-game series scheduled for Salt Lake City. Mm. And you saw what the weather was like over the weekend mm. here and stuff. There was mm. the, They said, we're not playing up here. You're not traveling up here. We'll come down there. So they came, those kids came down before the, the weather got bad, I guess, up there. Mm-hmm. So they've been here for three or four days, apparently. Um, and they're playing a doubleheader weekday series. Monday, two games. Tuesday, two games. Nice. So I'm going to watch my oldest play softball today uh, in a nice, hopefully sunny day. I'm going to bundle up. I wear at least, I think I'm going to wear a beanie. That's how cold. I mean, like it, it, if that wind blows out there, it's too cold. But that's what we got going on this afternoon. I'm taking off Sports Grid, so you guys will not see oh. me later on there. Whoa. I won't be on the show, so I'm going to be watching. I'll be on later, later, not the okay. not the early part. But you get to only get so many opportunities, and Hell like, yeah, you know, you, you my kids, yeah, in the middle of her yeah. playing career in college, and I have an opportunity to go watch, and it's just one of those lessons in life, guys. Like your your experience on Friday, you created a yeah. memory for life. And by yeah. the way, the video was pretty good. I actually just saw oh, the video you. this morning. That was good. Thank you. Because I don't have the TikTok, and I'm never getting the TikTok. (laughs) Never. I don't want them watching my phone for shit. But the memories and the times that you create for your head, your mind, and your heart with each other, that shit's forever. So I'm going to watch my kid play softball. You guys can tweet at me and then all that other stuff, but I ain't going to be watching nothing until later. No, it's phenomenal. Um, My favorite thing about today is I woke up today, and since Creighton lost yesterday, it's officially baseball season. So I'm excited about this. I'm I'm actually really interested because I have goals for myself because last year in baseball was so bad and I'm determined, I'm determined that I will not go down the same road that I went down last year doing baseball and how bad I was in betting on baseball. So I'm trying to do the work, get ready. And I'm going to approach it in a very different way that like I went basically like head on in last year. I started firing like right away, opening day, four bets. Uh, uh-uh. I'm going to tiptoe. I'm going to watch because what happened with hockey now, PSU auto has a lot to do with this, but not just them, EV analytics and other websites I've gone to. Once we had the data for the NHL, we were then able to pivot and play and really get after it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to, I'm going to tiptoe into baseball and I'm just going to pick my spots in the month of April and just find different picks and plays that I like and not do anything too nuts and crazy. And then as it warms up and we get the data, we can start to really get into to May and June and July. So I'm going to have a different philosophy and strategy that I'm excited to get going betting on baseball. So woke up today and was like, all right, it's baseball season. Went outside. It was 37 degrees. Cold this morning, man. My birthday is next Tuesday. It's forecasted to be a low of 37 degrees on my birthday in Las Vegas, Nevada on April the 4th. What is going on? Wish I knew. Where are we living? And are you going to wake me up at some point and say, like, you moved back to Boston? Because the last time it was this cold on my birthday was I was living in New England. Mm. Like, this is not normal. This is 
absolutely insanity that it needs to change because I want that baseball warm weather feel. It's coming. Getting it. It's probably going to be 120 in June at some point. That's fine. Like I don't want it to. The extremes are just the really the extremes now, right? I don't need it to go from 50 to 120 in two days. Like, I don't that need would that. Preferably don't want that. Yeah, I just I just want like my daughter this morning on the way, she just said, I just want to wear a t-shirt to school. I'm so tired of having to wear long sleeves and you know, Hoodies I'm tired of dressing day. up. Every every day. Kendall's yeah. been in a long sleeve sweatshirt every day. I'm tired of this. I just want to go to school and just have a t-shirt. I'm like, yep. I'm like, and I know for you guys back East, you think we're sounding soft and we are, but we're not used to this. It's like calling fouls at the end of games where you don't call fouls the whole game. You're not used to it. Consistency. That's how you're going to send these people out with that one. (laughs) Give them something to talk about at the way on the way. Listen, subscribe, please. All of the above hit the like button. Download the podcast. Tell someone if they don't watch it to listen to it. The the downloads are going up. True. The views are going up. If you're not in the Discord channel, bbbshow.com, I want to get that going here as we head into baseball season because I know everyone scatters and we don't bet nearly as much, but it's really fun every day when baseball is going on to be on the discord channel, because people, the more eyeballs we have on bets and plays and trends, some of the best betting trends I've, I've been ever to be exposed to comes from the discord channel. Absolutely. There's so many people who are, there's too many games and too many things. And we have an army of people out there. That's how we all can get together and help each other out, win more bets. So I want to build that up for baseball season for sure. Get more people involved. Got 700 people in there right now. Let's get to a thousand on both Discord and YouTube. Oh, it's like a, it's almost like a race. We could do subscribers to YouTube channel or subscribers in the Discord channel. Which one gets there first? I make the Discord channel a small favorite. I would agree with you. Yeah. Given the nature of YouTube, I I would agree with you on that point. We are back tomorrow for a Tuesday. Dave, Matt, Farah BVB back tomorrow. See you on a Tuesday.